Are we ready? Yes. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to season 16 of Spine Chill. I'm one of your co-hosts, John Wolf, here with my other co-host, Gary the Hot Cross. Hello. And our 17-time recurring guest, Doug Running Man. Thank you for joining us once again. Hello. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. No, thank you. We've, we've got a great episode and season for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, upcoming DVD things. We're going to talk about, uh, well, some things that uh, we talked about last week regarding DVD as well. Uh, and some other ASIM games. We've got... Uh, see, Killer Clowns! Know, Killer Clowns, VHS, uh, Evil Dead, uh, Prop Night even. My yeah. favorite recurring topic, Prop Night. <laughs> And uh, we're doing something new for those of you watching the video version. Let me know what you think about this new format that we've got going on for the video version. For uh, for our beloved audio-only listeners, um, nothing's going to change. Don't you worry. Hey, John. John, just real quick to cut in. You didn't mention Ghostbusters in your list Ooh. earlier, and Ooh. we are going to be discussing Ghostbusters. Yes, just, yeah, that, that I, is on our list. I'm doing what I do best, which is pretending that Ghostbusters doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> You sound just like half the player base. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are mean. I don't know if I even want to be a co-host. You guys are both mean. That's the thing. What do you mean? I play Ghostbusters with you. I, know I like you Ghostbusters. Did. I know. You still said mean stuff. Anyways, it's fine. It's funny. It's fine. Um, so I think, I think the first thing we need to talk about, we usually start off with DVD, and this week is no exception. Uh, we do have to broach a topic that we actually just talked about last week, where we were talking about how Bubba was rumored to leave the game, and I think this is going to be a, an eating crow moment for all of you, because all three of us were in solidarity that he was in fact not leaving, and that the leakers were wrong. And yeah. I'd just like to take a moment to congratulate all three well, of us well, on making well the correct prediction. Well done. I think I'd like to mostly thank you, John. I think you really led us through that. Right. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Doug wasn't so sure about it, but I think we eventually got a won shaky. him over. Yeah. We so. got back on the same path. It just the spine chill podcast can't be broken. We're too strong. You guys done? All those all those sheep out there, they just thought Bubba was guys, leaving. It was a done, done deal. You guys done? And we you, were like, is, no. Have you, have you had your fun? Bullshit. Have you had Why your fun? Why would Bubba go anywhere? Yeah, it doesn't because make any sense. I really, really enjoyed spine chill tweeting out my words and tweeting out John's condescending copium moment quote that was really nice uh it feels good to be vindicated you guys if, if you're if you're a spine chill regular if you watched the podcast prior to the last uh last tier list i was very much telling people not to count their eggs before they hatched on the bubba situation and i feel i feel vindicated and you know you guys it's fine it's fine. There's some I, there's some yeah. revisionist history happening here because I don't yeah. remember what you're talking about. Um, That's fair. I'll just check I, out this clip. You said there was a clip. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I'm just a guest here, so I don't really that, have. Yeah, there we I, go. I, That's what I was waiting for you to kind of understand. I'm right. just a guest here, but <laughs> Bubba's not going anywhere, and that feels really good. DVD leaks yet again, swinging a miss. We had people in the comments telling me, "Little deal, DVD leaks is never wrong." Said, well, yeah. And there's like been drama with the DVD leak stuff, right? Yeah, yeah they're somebody, done, aren't they? Somebody stepped down, like some important person. Now, again, I don't, I'm not invested in leaks. I think that they're one of the, they're horrible for. When we say any, important person, <laughs> yeah, no, <nah>, no. <nah. laughs> so 
important to DVD leaks. So I, I'm not a big fan of. I think leaks are terrible, and they're bad for the industry. I think they're bad for the communities. I think they're bad for morale. They're just just bad. Like, like they ruin everything. So I literally miss the days when behavior would just release killers. They would just release survivors. They didn't have a PTB. We didn't know for weeks and weeks what was coming. You just I just wake up and like, oh, cool, Bubba's in DVD now. Oh, Amanda from Saw is in DVD now. That yeah. was exciting. It was fun. Um, I understand why they do it, and you know their business. They they do PTBs to get hype going and get people interested in the new chapters. That's fine, but the leaks are like they're too much, man. Like just stop worrying about it. It right. just all it's going to do is create expectations that they can never meet, or create you know false hope where there shouldn't be, and just it's just so frustrating. But I guess in light of this most recent flop, this most recent huge miss, this most recent <laughs> embarrassing display of internet cringe. Uh, creating a creating a wildfire over Bubba. Now somebody who's a higher up at DVD leaks has has now retired from leaks. A, a DVD leaks executive, if you will. <laughs> <Executive. Yeah. laughs> taking his I saw, leave. I saw a funny tweet of them, like someone tweeting out like how desperate they are for Stranger Things to come back, so they yeah. can be like, "We were right. We were right about it." Yeah, <laughs> anything. Right. Well, then you saw there's now there's something making the rounds on Reddit where like there's some mole some person who works at behavior who's like i've been working with dvd leaks and i want to tell you that stranger things was coming back and got canceled because of the leaks yeah the night was gonna be for honor but it got canceled because of the leaks and then it's just like all this conspiracy theorist theorist bullshit Talking about how fog whispers get early access, fog whispers get told how we're supposed to promote content and what we have to say in order to keep it. None I, of that I is can't, true. I can't so imagine like verifiably false. Yeah, all yeah. of it's false. Yeah, I just it's can't false. imagine if you work for behavior, you work for a games company, you've got a grown-up job where you program or you design or you, you know, you create assets, and you get home from a long day's work of building the video game, and you go, time for me to go get some clout with the leakers. Yeah. Like you're not gonna. I yeah. I do I do wonder if there was some money changing hands or something. Then maybe it doesn't seem like it would be just you know it's like you could get anonymous clout as as a leaker or something. Mm. But I don't know. It's very peculiar. I mean, considering the inaccuracy of most of the leaks, they probably didn't know anything. They're probably just throwing stuff at the wall. I mean, I don't know. They, well, I assume they most of them just they digging through the files. They data mine. They data mine cosmetics, and those are pretty pretty consistent and accurate. They data mine events, which are like consistent and accurate, but like. I think, I, think, like, I think the cosmetic thing is the thing that annoys me the most because I that's the thing that I would like to be surprised by. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. I it's just it sucks, man. I'm the kind of person who likes to wait till Christmas to open my presents. Like I don't want to know about it ahead of time. It's right. like it's a, it's annoying to know. I don't want to know I want something. I'd rather not know I want it until I can get it, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It seems pretty It's like when they announce a video game too early and you have to wait for like half a year for it to come out. You get fed yeah. up. True. Yeah, it's like when you put a game out in closed beta for months and months and months, but nobody can play it except for like nine people, right? <laughs> and then, that's, wow, that's a very specific example. Yeah. And then when, <laughs> when, you, when you reach like the peak of excitement for it, you have to take it down for three full months. And then when it comes back, it's already too late. Anyway, mm. sorry. Um, oh, that hasn't I mean, actually happened. That'd be devastating. Yeah, that, that would be, be really bad if that happened to I'm a I'm just throwing out game. general general hypotheticals. There's nothing, right. nothing specific. Um, so. before, before we talk about the rest of our DVD topics, uh, I would like to just bring up the Discord server that's been popping off. The mm. new yeah. Spine Chill podcast Discord server. So yeah, we announced a, a brand new Discord server last week. Just kind of 
We just kind of did it one day, and uh, it already has over 230 people in it, which is crazy, considering we've done very little promotion for it, and... Yeah. You know, the Spine Chill community is strong. It's been really fun, like, talking to people in there as well. Their ideas, their opinions about um, mm -hmm. Dead by Daylight and various other asymmetrical games. Yeah, it's been great. Um, and if you're wanting to join the Spine Chill Discord, there's going to be a, an invite link in the description of this episode as well. Who knows how long it's going to be there, though? So, you know, you might want to one, of, on one, of, one of There is a good reason to join the Spine Chill podcast at the uh, Discord as well. Because I forget the name. Of, someone suggested the idea of us having a Q and A section. Mm -hmm. I forget mm -hmm. the name, but we've added it, and so in future seasons we may be answering some questions. Yeah, from you. Will there be a specific <laughs> section for questions for guests, or is this just like a you and John thing? Uh, I think I it'll, think you'll be included. You'll be part of it. It'll be on wh whoever if you're invited. Is on the episode will also be included. Yeah. Oh, okay, so as long as I get my invite, we're good. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, solid, solid, solid. Yeah. If Ots is busy, then, you know, you'll be... You'll <laughs> Yo, be I'm no sure problem. he's always busy, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? Might have a free weekend, you know. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so join the Discord today! There's no really incentive other than if you want to hang out and talk about ASIM horror games. We've got uh, a text channel for every major asymmetrical horror game. We've even got a... We've even got some voice channels, so you can swift with others if you want to. Yeah. And I think all three of us are pretty reasonably active. I'm active in it pretty much all day long. Gary's pretty active in there. I've seen John in there as well. Like, we're all just... Yeah. Kind of around. We're nice. around. We're around. It's pretty fun. I've enjoyed it a lot so far. So... Yeah. I've had, yeah. like, other people to talk about these weird asims that I love so much with. Uh, we have, yeah, our favorite we have topic. a text channel for prop night in there. True! <laughs> oh, Buckle up for prop. We got a lot to talk about in the prop night department. Doug is very yeah, excited to talk about prop night. Ooh, I'm very excited to hear it. Big prop night update coming up, but we'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Last but, thing I want to say, I want to say about the leaks, though. Um, I know we, we we went into the Discord topic, but if you're a Spine Show listener, we expect you to do better and be better. Ignore them. Ignore ignore that stuff that they put out on Reddit about all this like inside. Yeah, conspiracy theory bullshit. It's none of it's real. I'm a fog yeah. whisperer. I have signed an NDA, but I, I mean, at this point, like nothing that they're saying is true. I can, can I can tell you that. Like that's mm -hmm. not real. This whole concept that we get early access to stuff, that we have any sort of input on anything, like developmentally with the game, like none of that's real. So yeah, Doug knows nothing. Um, <laughs> maybe they're just not telling me. I don't know. You're probably right. But they think you're the mole. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they think so. I don't know, but no. The the reality is like I, I, that stuff on that the stuff on that Reddit post like I think is just absolutely grasping at straws, trying for some sort of internet clout. Yeah. And again, if they get one of the ten things they said right, then we'll have to listen to people be like, oh, "DVD leaks never misses," like for another year. So just ignore them, please. I beg. If you. it somehow if it ever turns out you do know stuff and you don't share with us, I'll be so upset with you. If yeah. <laughs> For, for anyone that's listening that may not even know about the post that we're even talking about, it's it's like a, a series of things that we're not even going to dignify. Uh, predictions and uh, explanations and, and leaks for things uh, from year seven and beyond of yeah. DVD. So, um, I mean, the, I read through it, but... The TLDR um, version is DVD leaks was right about everything, but because of the leaks, we they, they don't look real because they, they canceled were, everything. They were too right. 
Yeah, they were so right <laughs> that these license holders pulled out. They're like, wow, DVD leaks, you're so right about everything. Yeah. We'll go to yeah. a different game where you can't crack the code. The only stuff that they were wrong about was stuff that they were actually right about. And they yeah. were so right that the license holders were like, no, we're not doing it now. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, that's the Maybe. definition of copium. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that's our daily dose of copium right there. Daily dose of copium. We might have a new segment for the podcast, honestly. <laughs> Your daily dose of copium. John's daily dose. <laughs> Sponsored by John Wolf. Um, um, aside from that, the there is a new lunar event on the horizon, or... Sort of already started, sort yeah. of not quite, kind of. I don't really know. I'm a, it's got I'm really a... confusing because the background like kicked off, and I started the yeah. game up again because I was like, "Oh, Pog, it started," and then I was like, "No, it hasn't." We get our we get we get our first ever pre-event, which <laughs> behavior? Hey guys, it's your boy Running Man. Um, love you, love your work, love your game. Uh, this was confusing as fuck for most people, and yeah. people were very upset by it. So basically what they did is they, they launched the event, but like a week before the event, so they changed the lobbies. And then every day you get login rewards, which are just, you get stuff from the last event that you might have missed. So people that are newer to the game or might have missed stuff last year are going to get, like, you know, the rat hammer for Billy, and there's, like, the masks yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. It's cool stuff, but, like, for those of us who... Though. Yeah. You need to have a complaint. Because, like, as someone who's already got the stuff from last year, yeah. it would be nice to get some blood points or something for these codes. I don't know. It just it just knocks me. I'm with you 100%. I'm like, dude, why? 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 Like, those of us who... Most people played last year. Like, you know... I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's just really like, like... There's a new code, and I'm like, oh, exciting. I put it in. No, nothing. I mean, yeah. blood Ooh. points, eerie shards... Anything would be nice. Frankly. Just a compliment. Just like, hey, guy, yeah. you do pretty yeah. good in the game. Yeah. You do pretty good. It just, it just, it just comes off on screen and says, you're handsome. Yeah, honestly, that, I take it. I take it. Yeah. But it's just like, it's kind of annoying. And then everybody got confused. Like, you know, chat was like, well, do I get, why am I not getting firecrackers yet? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. this whole thing. And so it's just, it's just kind of silly. I feel like they should have maybe done a little bit more with the, the pre-event. And like you said, I think as e e easy as blood point rewards is like all they have to do. But. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the actual event is coming on Tuesday with the PTB going live. Oh, so they're going to go at the same time. Is, isn't, oh, okay. So the PTB is not going on like Wednesday or anything or the. It's always gotten so out. confusing because they, for a while they started coming out on Wednesdays, didn't they? Or at least PTBs went live on Wednesday. It was really weird. It, I, now I, I think it's all it on Tuesdays, right? Well, but that's. That's just it's, that's just strange to me if they're both on the same day, because uh, then it's like I mean you that's want people in the lunar event, but then if there's a PTB, that's obviously going to draw a lot of people. They've no, done this. They've, they're they're not going to release the PTB. They're going to make the last PTB live. The mid chapter goes live. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but like, oh, okay, okay, I get the it. The mid chapter it. goes live. So all I know for sure is that the twenty. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twenty fourth is when the lunar event actually starts. Like that's when we're going to start getting. The envelopes and the firecrackers and whatever other cool okay. stuff that, okay. they, that they have. The skins will go live. The new skins will go live. Um, I believe the the mid chapter also goes live on that Tuesday. 
And so, I think that's probably why they lined it up. Oh, God. Right. So we're all going to be like, oh, I get to get some firecrackers and unlock some cosmetics. And then it's just going to be tons of nurses. Yeah, nurses and knights. <laughs> you know, Hens, I think you guys know, you guys are familiar with Hens, right? He's yeah, yeah, a, right. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's really he's a good content creator. He plays a lot of killer. He did, a, he did a poll on Twitter. He has a lot of traction. He has a lot of votes on his polls. He did a poll on mm. Twitter, which got like massively shared in the DVD community. And it was, who would you rather play against in solo queue? Knight or 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 nurse, and it was fifty one forty nine for the no. nurse. So the wow. nurse the nurse actually beats out knight, but they're both going to be like two of the, the most played killers in DVD now. Yeah, I think it's like, because right. like the nurse is so strong, and even when she gets changed, um, she's still going to be incredibly strong. Still the strongest killer in the game, and yep. that is irritating because you don't have, especially in solo queue, you stand no chance. But the knight. Fairly weak, but so boring to go against. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's just such an uninteresting Dreadfully match. boring. It's just yeah. very boring. And I think that's why... Interesting, two sides of a coin, I guess. Incredibly weak yeah. and boring, incredibly strong and boring. That's what we're going to be seeing, Solo Key friends. <laughs> Enjoy yep. the loot. Enjoy the lunar events. You get firecrackers. I will say some of the cosmetics look pretty fun. I like the Claudette glasses. That I'm looking forward to. And did did you see the Feng cosmetic? Yeah, you talking about the Twitch Prime oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, not the not the Prime no, the, one. The upcoming one. <laughs> yeah, the not the Power Prime. Ranger one. <laughs> now the the one with the exposed midriff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the, the bunny one. The, bu the bunny That's one. Yeah. Top quality. Yeah. yeah. Top quality cosmetic. That is. Good job, Fung, behavior. And Fung really needs more cosmetics, so it's really, it really. She, she, I'm glad they're finally giving her a new one. It's been too long yeah. since Fung had a new cosmetic. It's gonna be yeah. a limited time one, right? I, I think Victoria's getting one, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, uh, Vittorio is just out of sight, out of mind for me. So, if yeah. it was like Victoria, because they've already gone full in and gone here's shirtless Vittorio, when they give yeah. him a new jacket, it's like that's not what people want yeah yeah you should have felixed it now they want now they want bottomless vittorio that's the yeah. only thing that's gonna get them out of bed gonna, yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised they haven't done like give oh, us aren't they meant to be doing like a summer set at some point surely may, maybe from like the hooked on you stuff didn't they yeah. mention something like that they i mean we'll, about that yeah we'll get a we'll get a summer event we always get a summer event yeah um God, I still, I don't know if you guys, do you, neither one of you played during the original summer event, right? The barbecue event with like the- No, but I've seen footage. The margarita yeah. gens and the, and the grill hooks. God, please behavior. If you listen to the podcast and you have any love or respect for any of us individually or collectively, like just give us that event again. Just one time, just do that exact event and you're I'd like to experience back, it, yeah. You're going to win yeah. back so many people. It was so good. So fun. It was the perfect event. True. At least from what I saw. I wasn't there for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah so I always good. hear people pine for the old days and they're talking about the, the margarita generators and the grill hooks. Yeah. Yeah. And like both sides just got rewarded for playing the game for fun. Like, and just everybody was just, I don't know. Maybe it was just a different time. Maybe, it's just, maybe I'm like that old guy pining for, well, like, pining for the old days. But probably, like, probably because like that event, if it happened now, I mean, every time an event kicks off, it just feels like everyone gets a bit sweatier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really know why. I do think that the Snowman event is probably the best thing they've done in a long time. 
for events um because it did there there was a little bit of fun mm. now and then i really like the snowman i, I missed yeah. them already yeah. i did too yeah um so yeah i mean i, I hope they make more <laughs> events like that we all look so sad because of the snowman being gone yeah. Oh, uh, it's it was like a, we got a peek into the fun zone, and now it's being yeah. whisked away. Yeah, so we need something to replace it fast. You know, what we replace it with this is the new the new DVD cup, right? The competitive cup. What is that oh, thing God. that they just announced? Oh, the community uh, cup. The community yeah. cup. Yeah, that'll and they give change us back the fun because it hasn't happened yet, has it? No, they announced, no, they announced one, it. and it hasn't. This is the same one, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Because um, I think they changed the rules or something. I'm sure I saw them tweet out recently. Yeah, they're they're gonna be that. they're gonna be putting more focus on hooks rather than kills for the community cup. Which is a great segue. Oh, and yeah, because there has been a discussion about well for quite a while to be honest, hooks versus kills. Well, um, it has been a trending topic, but mm, yeah, like I a lot of people been talking about it for a long time. I think us three included, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. but I think I think the announcement about the community cup and um. A certain prominent content creator uh, has made it reach reach a new a new fever pitch in the DVD community. Yes, go on, John. Go on. <laughs> I'm listening. So this anonymous content creator, uh, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. Uh, they tweeted recently about um, how they had a new system that they'd like behavior to implement for to reward hooks over kills because. That's how the game has been designed up until now is to to design uh, to reward kills over mm. hooks and MMR. But they'd like to change that. They'd like to change that. They'd like to give more points for getting separate hooks and have that be the new motivation uh, for killers. And uh, yeah, I don't really have the tweet right in front of me. They had a bunch of different values that they put on things. I can I can it get like, it. I was like too. it was like one hook is one point. Um, and then, like, if you if you have three separate hooks on three separate survivors, it's eighteen um, yes. points. Her, her, each hook stage was worth one point. Separate hooks were worth three points, and a fresh hook was worth six points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you hook three different survivors in a row, you get eighteen points. So you, uh, who who was the one that tweeted that actually? Since you've got the tweet up. Oh, did, it's, you, did, did Jeremy not know? It's, it's literally true talent, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. it's true. I just thought it'd be yeah. funny to dance around it. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to oh, do that. If we anymore, decide not to have that in there, just beep us out. Yeah, just bleep. Oh, just bleep. <laughs> no, so True True tweeted that, which is, you know, it's whatever. That's, yeah. Okay. We can talk about that. We can think about that. He's been talking about, was, he, ironically, he's been talking about playing for hooks over kills for a long time. Yes. Um, has been beating that drum for like basically which since is, the MMR change, which yeah. is an argument I do agree with. I am pro hooks over kills. The way I play killer, I try to double hook everybody before I start killing them, unless you know it gets down to one or two. Sometimes two gens. I'll swear if there's four of them alive at two gens, I'll I'll try and kill someone out of the game. But um, yeah, that's yeah. usually how I play too. Is I don't go for kills usually unless gens are flying, and then I'll start adjusting my playstyle. Yeah, like when, when, when you get to, towards the end of a match, it's like now kills if, are over, over hooks because it's just feels yeah. right. If there's like five yeah. or four gens left, and I'm like, oh my god, I've got you know, I'm, I'm like when, when you get like a second guys. down at five gens, and they're like, and you're like, okay, well, go get the unhook guys because this match is already already looking like it's in my favor. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's an early start. I don't know, man. Like, playing for kills is playing for hooks, though, because, like, if you get somebody out of the game, then you'll get your hooks as the game it becomes kind of unwinnable for the Survivor team. Like, Right. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, yeah. like... So I've, everybody knows that I play mostly killer, and I've been getting back into playing a lot more killer lately. It's been my fires coming back. I've been playing with like a lot of different. We're perks talking about and, like Dead by Daylight though, dog. Not. I have been playing Dead by Daylight also. <laughs> I stream a lot, bro. Okay, I've been playing DVD. I've been playing Killer, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I was actually inspired by my one of my favorite streamers, John Wolf, to play more Deathslinger lately, because uh, of course John is who I think of. I've heard Deathslinger. he's quite good. Uh, these days, yeah, he is Thank good. You. Thank you. Very solid. <laughs> And so, um, but no, I've been running a lot of like no slowdown builds or like single slowdown rather than relying on slowdown. I've been doing some fun stuff with twins where I'm running like, I'm running like hysteria so I can get people, um, mm -hmm. you know, oblivious and surprised, like jump scare on twins. Mm. Like I've just been doing fun stuff like and finding my passion a lot more. Um, but the thing is with, with hooks over kills, yeah, in a perfect world, you could balance the game around hooks over kills. But the problem is that and again, Ots came in, Ots Darva, who everybody is also probably pretty well aware That's of. That's a DBD yeah. streamer, right? I think I've heard yeah, of him. He, he's I a Dark he's Souls a, guy. He's like a smaller DBD streamer, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a Dark Souls guy, he, he messes with DBD. Yeah. Um, he came in and basically was like, well, what do you do about, if you're going to reward hook states or reward fresh hooks, what do you do about people that just give up on hook? Or don't go for saves. They just right. bang, bang out gens. Like, mm -hmm. actually, going, actually having it be hooks over kills is easier to punish the killer, because then survivors... If they know that they win the game based on, they're just gonna go do gens and get out. Like, well, you, you just, just if, if, he, if people go to stage two, you just reward the killer, just give them the points. But then you're then you're right back then, to then, then, then you're right back to incentive, then you're right back to incentivizing camping. Yeah, you're even you're incentivizing it more because now I'm gonna get extra points for camping this out. Camping the killer. It's the problem. Yeah, that's I feel like that's it's, fair. That's it's a like, point. Yeah, I think it's an unsolvable problem. Is where we're at. Oh, I think yeah, the yeah, only yeah. way the only way you can really solve camping and tunneling in my mind is to go even harsher on like the built-in borrowed times and the built-in um anti-camping like what is what is the the rebecca perk i can't uh, reassurance reassurance yeah stuff like that built-in kindred a baseline reassurance a baseline borrowed time all those things ramp those things you just have to punish it i'm sorry there's no right. way to like to reward they're not going to reward their way into killers playing the game in a way that exactly makes the game harder that's like, I've talked about this, I think, I've, I've probably banged this drum way too many times on the podcast, but the whole thing, I, I heard for years, years, killer players um, saying, if we just, if we just nerf gen speeds, then you won't see us camping and tunneling and playing like this. We have to do it because gens are flying. And then they nerfed gen speed by 10 seconds, and it didn't change anything. And in it fact, got worse. It got worse. Yes. Yeah. Right. That was like the sweatiest and, patch we've had, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was accompanied by some other changes, but um, yeah, ever since then, I've been like, okay, you guys, I any anything that DVD players say, Survivor or Killer, like, oh, we'll stop playing this desperately if you just make this change to make it easier for us. No, if it's made yeah. easier for them, they're going to play just as desperately because they want to steamroll the other side. Honestly, the, the, best, the best way to do it is, I say the best way, off the top of my head, pulling an idea out of my ass, would be to maybe associate... You know how Merciless Killer is now going to be assigned to, like, four kills? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's better off you associate that with number of fresh hooks. Mm. Well... Because, uh, like, miss... you, know, you know when you get a 12-hook game, 
and like everyone dies on their third hook, you put them on there, they die. Yeah. That is like the best victory to have. Um, it is for sure. But um, like at the same, I think too many people think it feels the same as just you know camping, and then oh well, people dying on their first hook because you stand nearby it. Like I just think there I is do- a way of doing it. I don't think True's suggestion is the right one, but I think I there's think, a way around it. I do think that, like, because currently the highest reward for a killer is to get a 4K. Or, you know, because it usually, it usually means, like, like, they kill all the survivors, right? And it usually means that they at least pip, maybe double pip. Yeah. It would be interesting if there was a bigger reward for 12 hook. Like, like a, kind of a ridiculous one. You know these like new, if, if, you, they, if they were to change it so that there was, like, the final Mori. Stuff like that mm. could be cool. Maybe if you do that, you mm-hmm. unlock new Mori's. I was thinking something like it, maybe you could triple pip for a 12-foot game or something that'd like that. Good. Little golden pip at the end. Yeah, something something to incentivize it that way. But, you know, I mean, that's only going to motivate some people to play yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't mean to be the voice of fucking disc and, or like, I don't mean to be meh about it, but like... The pessimist. You're just yeah. not going to reward your way into people not running... Three no, it's true. K- I, perks mm, interruption. Like, they're just not. Like, they don't care. This is always. This has been a conversation since the back beginning. If of you day can two, make, like, if you can give some, because behavior could create rewards. There's stuff they could do. Mm-hmm. Like as I say, like if they did more raids and you had to get like I don't know, you got fifty golden pips as a killer and you you unlock a new more raid. People would suddenly wanting to do that. I think, and I, some people would. Some yeah. People There's people p one hundreding for nothing. <laughs> People do it. Yeah. People do it because it's a challenge. But people who are not capable of, of winning with a challenge will just continue to do the same thing they're doing now and get their, their... I mean, the thing is, you have to convince people that a 4K isn't the same no matter what, I think, to fix mm. the problem. Because people mm-hmm. just want to get a 4K. And right now, the current easiest way to do that is to hook somebody in a 3-gen, watch them pass away through three hook states, or get trades in the same spot, yeah. Yeah. kicking the gens, and then you've got a 1v3 with a 3-gen, and then you just win the game. I mean, I, I sit in a position where I, I think the best way for this to happen would be for bigger creators to not give a shit about kills. Mm. Like, I, I agree that hooks should be... I would prefer the game to be about hooks. I think it's more fun to play killer as for hooks. That's how I play. That's how most of us play. Um, but among the community, there is a big push where people are playing for kills. And I think it would be healthier if people weren't constantly advertising that as the way you should play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of the idea of be the change that you want to see in the world, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree that a lot of the current DVD culture that has, has come out, um, you know, recently has been fueled by content creators. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. I mean... It's like we talked about in our survivor tier list last week. Like, how many people do you see the with the you know these toxic neos with the flashlights? How many of them are doing that because they saw Noob Three do it, right? Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't be playing like that if they weren't influenced by the content creator. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know toxic neos, but it just no. it's an example of the influence that bigger content creators can have on how mm. the community at large plays the game. Yeah, I heard a I heard a recent there was like a tweet conversation where somebody was talking about that they were like oh man it was it was regarding vhs um and they were talking about yo don't don't be the guy shut up shut up gary this is this is relevant what we're talking about <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. Some, somebody was like don't don't be the guy that like teaches people how to play 
in a scummy in a scummy optimal way like then everybody's going to be playing that way the problem is that it's going to always happen though like there's mm -hmm. if if we're talking about again we've mentioned some content creators that maybe focus on kills over hooks whatever like if that person stops the next one's just going to come in and do it like there's no way to mm -hmm. stop it i don't think i think it's have, yeah like i think it's yeah, absolutely it, like and, and i have no problem with people playing for kills necessarily like play the game however you want to i don't really care um yeah. But, like, if you want behavior to, at some point, change the game to be more hook-sided, um, I would suggest that's how you have to play. Because behavior... I think behavior are actually quite good at listening to the community. Every single update, all these changes are all responding to the community's wants, and yeah, for better right. or for worse. Um, so if everyone just plays for kills, but they say, I want hooks, but, but, they, but they play for kills, so why would behavior care? You're playing the game, you're playing for kills, you seem happy enough. Yeah, like I mean that's I mean that's how Gary we just talked about how that's how we play the game when we play yeah. killers we go for hooks. And is it frustrating sometimes? I'll admit it. You know, I've only played killer this month. I haven't played survivor at all. Um and we're what 3 weeks in. And so I I have had frustrating matches for sure where I'm like if I wasn't going for hooks right now I wouldn't be in this 0k situation mm. where the 5th gen just popped and I'm like oh they're all alive and they've they're all going to escape. Um, but it is how I'd prefer to play the game, so I keep doing it that way. And you know, I don't, you know, it's it's like it's it's all down to your individual motivation, right? Because like I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, what won't behavior do something about this game? But then I play as toxically as possible, because then I'm just reinforcing the stereotype that I supposedly am opposing. And so I try to you know lead by example, and I know plenty of other people do too. Uh, you know, but ultimately, yeah, if that's the way that you want to play, then do it. But don't play scummy. Don't sit there like flashlight clicking and teabagging and then be like, you know, uh, why are, why are survivors so toxic? It's like, well, look at what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, I will say, like, when I play Killer, I've been playing Killer a bit more recently because I've been learning Huntress and stuff. And I kind of like, you know, when people complain about how. Uh, toxic their post-game lobbies are when they play Killer from Survivors. I just don't get it. I, I've had some of the nah, most wholesome yeah. interactions. I actually had people like one of the, it was a Swift that I went against as Huntress and they came into my chat and they were just so happy with how the match went because I didn't play for kills. I just played for, yeah. for I got like, I mean I won and it was great. And they were, they were just really happy because they had a fun match. Yeah. I think I mean, that's what most people want, is one, and I think I think the trouble is survivors are getting increasingly frustrated with killers, so they teabag more because they they're just angry, and then the killers are getting more more angry. Everyone's angry. So, right. I have a th can I can I give a little? This is kind of my take on on playing killer and the current killer meta and the current mm -hmm. killer play style. The whole the whole topic. All right. I think that for me, I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys, especially lately. I've been experimenting with new builds i've been experimenting with new killers i think that something that i have like kind of like a privilege of is that i have so many hours and so much experience because basically the way i play is i go into it playing for hooks mm -hmm. and then when the game reaches a state where i'm no longer i'm going to be throwing the game if i don't confirm something I like tighten up my gameplay. Yes, no, no, because Doug, you're a very yeah. fair killer. I think all right, three of yeah, us do this. Right, we yeah. flick the switch, and it's usually around two yeah. gen stage or something. Yeah, 
It's and sometimes that switch goes on at three gens, depending on what the map is and where yes. it's at and how the chases and have the gone. Like that switch happens. And, yeah. and I think what's happening with a lot of killer players is they're not, this is going to sound entitled, but they're, they're not putting in the time. They're not actually good. They don't actually know. They don't actually know right. when they need to turn the switch on. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're taking a shortcut and instead of getting good at the game and learning the game and understanding the game fully, they're just camping at four or five gens. And they're right. just getting the guarantee. The guarantee, because I could go in, I could literally go in and face camp the first guy I catch every game, and I'm going to average two to four kills, no matter yeah. what, right. because just with the altruism and with you know the, the amount of teams I'm going to get in a night that are going to legitimately just do gens and leave is very low, and even with that, I could probably get scrape out two or three more. Yeah, right? cause especially because especially because no head and no way out. I mean, if I have those, I don't <laughs> always run no head and no way out. I do the run no special. Head, but. That's not the running man specialist, but, but the point I'm making is, these guys are not these these players are not cutting their teeth. They're not they're not literally learning the game first. Mm, and so right. again, we know the game. All of us are veterans of the game, so we can play and we can start to sense. You got that first chase down, two gen spot. The second chase down, another gen goes. A couple were pumping. These guys are juicing. Okay, now I got to tighten it up. Now I got to right. start playing yeah. a little more patrol. I can, let me look at where my three gen. Have they broken it yet? If not, let's kind of stay close to it start to read which gens they're going to be on, stuff like that. And the thing is, these guys with two, 300 hours in the game, they watch their favorite content creator get 4K after 4K after 4K because their favorite content creator has been playing since 2017 or some shit. And they just, yeah. it's, it's like, I think it's legitimately a problem with like expectations versus reality. And like, again, people with less experience that spend a lot of time watching and observing and setting their, like, if you watch True Talent play Dead by Daylight consistently, and you play 20 to 30 hours a week, you should not expect your performance to match his performance. He's been playing the game since closed mm. beta, right? Yeah. Full stop. And then mm -hmm. it's debatable where his, where he's at mechanically and like experience why he's got a lot of experience. There's debatable right. whether you think he's yeah, a good killer go, or not, whether you think he's a good killer player or not, doesn't matter because he's got, he's got hours yeah. and he's got experience. So it should be reasonably assumed that a person who's been playing the game since last year, isn't going to be playing at the same level. And so, yeah. again, I remember this is something that happened a long time ago with, uh, with the Fungus and Dowsey were both really heavy on the educational content creation and DVD, and they were teaching strategies, advanced strategies to play killer. And I remember telling my community, like, don't, don't go out and watch one of these videos and expect you're going to apply that stuff. Like, you're playing checkers, and those guys are playing chess. They've been playing the game as a, an art form and a career for years now. Mm. So, right. you know, you're not going to... You don't, the guy that plays basketball at the YMCA doesn't need, you know, advice on doing a crossover from somebody who plays in the NBA. Like, it's not yeah, the same yeah, yeah, level. Yeah. It's not the same game. Mm -hmm. You know, focus on the basics. Learn the basics. Lose games and figure out why you lost the games and then apply Well, that. we were talking about this, not to, was it today, Doug? We were talking about, like, people kind of lack that ability sometimes. Just be like, it's okay to lose. And if you yeah. lose, yeah. that's a good thing. You learn something. Yeah, right. as long as you can like reflect on what went wrong, because like whenever I lose a game, there's usually one or two moments where I'm like, "That's where I really threw." Yeah. <laughs> if I'd, I and like John, you were talking about it earlier. Like sometimes you you think, "Oh, I sh if I just gone for the kill, I could have yeah. won this nah, match." Right? But I, yeah. but I chose to play fun. But you know that if you were to be that bothered about the zero K, you know that you made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's good to reflect on, and that's how you learn that switch that we were talking about by yeah. knowing. You know, being able to go, if I'd just gone for that tunnel there, if I just decided to kill that person, I'd have won. Right. That's the switch. Yeah. yeah. But people go in it's... five gens and they just, it, as, as Doug said, it's the lazy option. It's easy. It, yeah, it's, yeah. It, 
it's it's you just you're you're skipping you're skipping all of the 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 struggle and the the it's like it's like wanting to have the the chiseled frame and the chiseled body without going to the gym. You don't want it's the it's the it's the diet pills of of video games, right? You just want to take True. a pill and eat whatever you want, do whatever you want, and be skinny. That's not how it works. Like you have to cut your teeth. You have to do the time. You have to work right. hard if you want to be good. And nothing worth having or doing should be easy. So what I'm saying is, if you're getting easy wins with eruption, call O'Brien, overcharge, and no, you're you're bad and you're not good and you didn't do the work and it's gonna hurt you because eventually they're gonna take that out of the game and then you're gonna go back to having to play normal and you're not even gonna be good and you're just gonna I suck. Do admit, and like, if I go against a yeah. killer and they bring eruption, I just say GG eruption. It's like, well, it's like, it's like, remember old Undying where it would just infinitely clone the hex? Yeah, five like, runes per game. Yeah, yeah I it's like, very clearly. All, all these killers that back then that were running ruin Undying. As soon as they nerfed Undying and they had to go back to, you know, I don't know, ruin Pop or something, um, I imagine they went from like, you know, back to back to back 4Ks to getting some four escapes in there because they weren't, they hadn't honed their skills. And, yeah. you know, like you said, Doug, like, I've been there many times, it, like, I can't tell you how many times this month alone that I've been down to one gen, all four survivors are alive, and I've got, like, three hooks or something, and I've been like, okay, time to flip the switch, right? And then I turn mm -hmm. it into a 3K or 4K, just because, yeah. like, experience yeah. plays a role in that, and it's identifying, like, okay, now I need to stop messing around, going for chases, really, mm -hmm. and just kind of play competitively I right i tell you another another facet of the problem as well is the the people that are playing at the at the five gen i got someone now i'll just camp them till they're dead what vindicates them is that three gens pop whilst they're doing that because they're not patrolling <laughs> generators so they're like justify it by being like well you Those... guys are gen rushing it's like well what do you want to you weren't stopping us working on the gens See, if i chased somebody those three gens would have popped uh, who was going to work on them yeah, two survivors yeah. like they they can't it's do like, three gens. They're just all so new and bad. Like they can't even do math in their head. Like if you're if you if you got someone on a hook and you're chasing somebody, mm -hmm. somebody has to go for the save. I literally will do the math out loud and mm. say it on stream. Like there's there can only be one person on gens unless they're letting that guy go to second phase. Yeah, you can yeah. literally and that's that and again, it's like I can't blame these people because a lot of them they're newer or they don't play a lot and they don't have the experience. They don't they haven't played the game consistently enough to know these things to really process these things because again they've been spoon-fed the easy option they watch right. their favorite content creator show them how to more effectively tunnel out somebody with pyramid head at five gens for tactics they see that and they say oh i can just do that and then i don't have to learn right. when is the best time people to, want to win in the easiest to leave a chase wise. which well, i can understand sometimes because like playing killer is a little stressful I, yeah, I, I can I can empathize with it to an extent. Can I talk about this? Yeah, it's stressful because it's supposed to be. Because you're the one who won before. That's why. These people that are like, oh, Gilly Killer has got to be so stressful. It's because it's fucking hard to play against right. four other people. Yeah, That's yeah. how every ASIM is supposed to. I'm sorry, I'm not yelling at you, Gary. I'm not yelling oh, at no, you. Oh, no, no, I know. No, I know. We, we, get like it. A, we, I we understand. Because it is frustrating. Because, like, I love it, playing Killer in DVD. It's my preferred way to play. Same, um, right? Because it's exhilarating and challenging it is it is and it feels so good to win unless you just suck and stand around if they made if they made killer as switch your brain off like as survivor i'd hate it it can't be chill because yeah. if it's chill right. if playing killer is chill 
if it's a relaxing experience. You control on Colvin you, Farm. Yeah. You control. <laughs> you control that. You get to decide if you're gonna be stressed out or not. Like I'm sorry, that's a personal thing. No, and I used to yeah, I used to get yeah. really worked up and now I don't. And that's from hours and hours and hours of experience. But if you, if if the killer experience overall just became a chill experience. Literally no survivor is having fun because these yeah. guys who are running the meta and hard camping and hard tunneling at five gens are about to get business is about to pick up for those guys, right? Because they're going to have to nerf survivor a ton or they're going to have to make the game even mm -hmm. easier. And again, yes, killer is stressful. It can be stressful if you set unreasonable expectations for yourself in an RNG party game. Yes, it can be stressful. But like at the end of the day, you shouldn't have unreasonable expectations because the nurse and Michael Myers are in the same game, playing on the same maps against the same survivors. Do you know, it right. makes me laugh when like people people are like, they're fine enjoying the game, 4K, 4K, and then as soon as I get a 3K, oh, it's not balanced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, that's, and it happens on both sides. We're, we're talking oh, yeah, about yeah. killers. Survi we're survivor, bullying, survivors are just as bad. We're bullying killers right now, but survivors are the same way. They'll be yeah. four outing all night oh, in the Swift, and yeah. then they're like, they get they get killed one, they lose one game, and they're like, oh, it's, it's obviously this is broken. It needs yeah. to be fixed. Can I say, what, one thing that I've noticed recently on DVD Twitter has been making the rounds is this whole, this whole notion of survivors being like, how come we never get Billy? I love playing against Billy. Billy's so fun. How come I never see Billy anymore? And then they get a Billy and that's they... just like, I'm going for fun chainsaws, and I run one slowdown, and then they just, you know, bing, 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 and they leave. They don't yeah. actually. Yeah. They, they generally show. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't go out for the chases. And then, it's like, yeah. And they teabag and they make it as obnoxious as possible because it's a Billy and Billy's the hardest player right. to play. Yeah. Like I've, I, I've, one of my big like uh, things on here that I've, that I've said week after week after week is like, you know, as as killer, you know, if you're if you're camping and tunneling at five gens, like. You're making the experience miserable for the survivors, and you don't have to play like that to win. You don't have to play like that. It's unnecessary. And I feel the same way for survivors that play like this against killers. It's like, not only as killer, you know, you don't want to, like, you don't want to, like, uh, treat, like, solo queue babies like they're a, a competitive swift, because you're just going to knock their heads against the wall, and they're going to leave, mm. like, well, that was horrible experience, right? But as, as survivors, you also don't want to do that. You know... Like get get a tone for the match before you start just banging through gens and teabagging and flashlight clicking and stuff. You know, if you're playing against somebody that's running one slowdown or somebody that's clearly going for chases, like now's your time to have some fun. This is what you want, right? You want to go for chases, so go for chases. Yeah. Well, this and is if you want to is... sit there on a gen, then don't sit there on a gen. It's the same problem, you know. And like kind of like in that vein and kind of what Doug was saying before as well. And actually, one of the points that really upset people in my one of my YouTube videos lately is if you treat DVD as this competitive game that you just want to win at all the time, like, this is your competitive sport game, maybe you're not good at comp games. Yeah, yeah. Because DVD right. is so RNG heavy. Yeah. And it's like, right. as, as you're saying, like, uh, Myers and Nurse are in the same game. It's it's a yeah. chaotic G mess. Garden of Joy and Coal Tower are both possible maps for the yeah. Nurse or Michael Myers. Like, can you, the, the variance of all oh of that. God. And then... And then RNG tiles and RNG. Right. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's asymmetrical. It's not yeah. balanced. Just accept man, that you so... can't win at Overwatch 2 and you play DBD instead. And that's absolutely yeah. fine. But stop treating it like an eSport. And both sides can do <laughs> it. Both sides, both sides can do it. Survivor can do it. Killer yeah. can do it. You can set things up to where you can basically not lose because you use the most broken stuff. You play in the most broken way. Both sides do it to a certain extent. 
and they set mm. themselves up for just consistent Ws, and then they're like, I'm amazing. I'm so good. I'm cracked at this game. And then and then they re- they encounter the slightest pushback, the slightest <laughs> inconvenience. And it's like, right. well, just balance your game behavior. Like, it's no, it's not balanced. And again, the fir- the more people ask for balance, the more uh, dissatisfied the community gets. Yeah, because balance keeps coming. And the more balanced balance it becomes, coming, the more yeah. competitive everyone's becoming. But the game yeah. will never be balanced. And it's not their fault because they're being told that's what people want. The yeah. community and the community wants it. They want to but they want balance to be they get to win. Yeah. They, they, right. they, they don't want balance, yeah. they want to win. Yeah. Uh, and there's, again, the, this... there's like uh, an infectious fear of losing in, mm. in DBD, especially, which is I mean, I understand it, like you say, in Overwatch. You don't want to lose on Overwatch. There's because there's no the only positive experience that you can get from that is from winning. You know, yeah. Um, but DVD, I think, is in a unique position in that you can have some very fun games as Killer that you get a 1K or a 2K. You can have very fun games as Survivor where you die and you don't escape. And so it's not all, it's not all predicated on uh, the end result. You know. Yeah. And I wish well, I was embraced reason. more, but oh well. Yeah. And how you fix the problem, right? You can't. Yeah. It's over. It's too late. It's done. Yeah. Well, the, the, the game problem, the problem, it's like never people back. blame behavior, but it's like the problem is the player base. Yeah. We need to chill out. Behavior's right. literally just giving the people what they want. They want yeah. balance. Both sides, killers mains, survivor mains, both sides players, streamers, casuals, DBD mobile players, everybody, we need balance. Balance the game. This is broken. Fix it. This isn't, this isn't fun. Fix it. They're just constantly asking for balance, and the more balance the game gets, the less fun it gets, the more seriously people that play it take it because they're being told this game has an MMR, this game has ranks, this game has balance, this game needs to be balanced. And all of these things, all of these things that everyone hates now are because of balance. The yeah. game was fine before balance. Just let it be a mess. I would bring back Eerie Head Huntress and just get rid of MMR. Just let it be mess. I don't care. I bet the game overall would be more fun if they made those two changes. I don't honestly. know about bringing back Eerie Head, but... If yeah, I had to I... take, like, if you had to eat something like that, though, just to get MMR out of the way, I'll take it. Just imagine if the if behavior, just for, like, and this is never going to happen, but just imagine they, they took, like, a six-month or one-year, and their balance team, they just turned them into a fun team. And they were like, just do stuff that's fun. Find things that are fun to do. Just fun to do. In- interesting stuff. Just... Hire former Fortnite devs, frankly. Yeah. I just Honestly, like, find, that's, find, that would be a great show. stuff to do. Fortnite's Who cares? Fantastic. Yeah. Some silly stuff, man. Like, the, yeah. the, and the community fucking loves it. The snowman. They're like clips, and people are like, woo, snowman. We're so much fun, you know? And like, yeah. and again, I talked about the, I talked about the barbecue event. You know, the old, the old event. Those were fun. Mm. The Halloween events have been fun. Like, mm-hmm. the community is desperate to have fun. They want to yeah. have fun when they play. Honestly, I'm just right. thinking like all the kind of dumb stuff you could take from like Fortnite ideas and put in DBD as an event. Oh, I'd be the best. Yeah, right. Give me some zip lines. And it's not. Yeah. And again, we'll 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 mention it a little bit more talking about other games, but it's not just DBD. It's every oh. every every yeah. ASIM. Every ASIM is balance, and that's the thing. I we might just have to to just come to the terms of the fact that it's not going to ever change, mm-hmm. because that this is just what gaming is now. Twitch is huge. YouTube is huge. People watch their favorite content creators. Their favorite content creators win a lot, so they want to win a lot. They expect to win a lot. Um, like I, I am are- just, I'm so desperate for Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw Massacre to break that mold. I really need Killer Clowns to just be so ridiculous. 
that it cannot be taken seriously. And I need Texas Chainsaw Massacre to be so atmospheric and horror-based that win or loss, you have a good time. You have a horror-fueled thing. That's what I'm so hopeful for. Sorry. I, I think, no, I, I think it will help with those games that the killer's not just by themselves. I think yeah, that's true. where a lot of this yeah. asim angst comes from. I'm so happy feel... there's three killers on both teams as well. Yeah, well, because, like, as a solo killer in these other asims, VHS, uh, you know... Um, DVD, what have you, prop night. Um, you feel ganged up on sometimes by mm. four survivors, and it would help to have some kind of social aspect to playing Killer. And I think that's one reason we're so excited about Killer Clowns in Texas Chainsaw is because at least it, 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 it'll make it more social and therefore make it a little more fun based, is my thinking. I think uh, that it I can agree. be better. I think it can be more balanced too. I think it can be better balanced without it without it compromising fun. Because if you're talking about, for instance, Texas Chainsaw, right? Mm -hmm. It's four v three, so the the killers don't have to necessarily be way stronger than the survivor. Like they can keep mm. things pretty close, right? Because you only have a one man it's, advantage. It's, it's gonna be the closest to a symmetrical ace. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I think that'll that'll really help with bridging the gap between. Because you can't actually be fully balanced in a 4v3, but I think it can be closer without it feeling oppressive to anybody, mm -hmm. right? Because you're, again, for, for you to, when you have a 4v1, it comes down to that whole, like, ultimately, at the highest possible level, everything being equal, the 4 and the 4v1 is always going to be stronger than the 1 because they're going to have four people making independent decisions mm -hmm. with experience, knowledge, execution and then the, the the one again they talk about like if you make one mistake it's over that should be how it is in a 4v1 that's literally how it works like i'm sorry but like right you want to be the one in the 4v1 you got to play perfect if you want to win at the highest level yeah 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 most people don't play at the highest level i'd, I'd argue that 95 percent of people don't play at the highest level if i'm being mm -hmm. honest well, probably we do 99 the one percent is the highest level i've tried i've tried playing at the highest level you guys remember when i played comp yep Mm -hmm. yeah, it wasn't for me. It wasn't I, for I, me, guys. I'll always remember watching you do that Freddy game. God, no. it was boring to watch. <laughs> that was theoretically the highest level of DVD. Yeah, um, it was really boring. It's not, it's not fun. And it's I very mean, yeah. Exhausting. It was interesting to watch, though. It was interesting to realize how much I don't like comp DVD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Now I play in charity tournaments and I run bite the bullet in self-care. <laughs> I, I don't care anymore. I'm just having fun out here. So but. that's a... That, that's the thing that the DVD community could, in, in general, could could learn from is like, if you want to just bring bite the bullet into your solo queue match, you can. There's nothing yeah. stopping you. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. You don't have to go in and, with full meta loadouts and be like, but if I don't, if I don't do this, then I'll lose. Well, so yeah, like I'm I'm running around with head-on, quick and quiet flashbang, and blast yeah. mine. Like it's... I have so much fun playing Survivor as long as I can just get at least one head-on, blind them. And then I just run away. How, Sometimes how I've got many, another flashbang ready to get. It's like, great. How many times have you guys ran out of the exit gate after completing five gens and escaping the killer's grasp? You just held W on out the exit gate. How many times does that happen? Do you guys oh. Thousands? Thousands? Yeah, of sure. Maybe, maybe hundreds of thousands, depending on how many hours you have. How many times have you cornered you a Freddy with self-care bite the bullet and dude lost you completely and just ends up having to leave you there? Because right. you just... You just mm, that's like, never happened. Which... Which one of those, but, but it could, and it's awesome when it does, because I've done it, Yeah. right? Yeah. Which of those moments is more impactful, feels better, matters more to you, like, overall, mm -hmm. right? And from a content creator's perspective, which one's more clippable? 
Yeah. Real. Which yeah. Was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I can't remember who the kid I was against, but it was on Ormond and I was playing Dwipe. You know, the new tissue paper mummy fire. Yeah, Dwipe. I love that. And, and I was taking Bite the Bullet and like uh, off the record and stuff. Oh, no, Lucky Break, yeah. sorry. And uh, I got hit and I just went around a corner and I just blended. The, the killer looked right at me. They must have just been, they just turned. But because I was Dwipe with all the tissue paper, I blended into the environment. And because they couldn't hear me, they just walked on. Ah. Oh, Amazing. Still still remember that moment. It was so yeah. fucking good. And, and, and we, we need like a punk rock movement of people mm. just like refusing to care and just having fun and doing dumb shit constantly. Damn. Like we can make it happen. Like just have fun, man. I swear to you, the funny moments that you get, the crazy flashbang save, the silly head on, the everybody ends up slugged in the basement going for a stupid save, all that stuff. You're going to remember that a lot more than the times you just did five gens and ran out of the gate. Like, yeah. who cares? The wins yeah. don't mean anything. There's no actual rank. There's no major reward for escaping. You know? Or getting mm. 4K. Who cares about a yeah, 4K? It, it means nothing. Unless they, unless they make MMR public, who gives a shit? You can, definitely, you can definitely get a lot of 4Ks, right? With just running the 3-gen the kick build on Wesker and camping the first guy you catch. But, like, wh what fun moments did you have in that match? Mm. What memories did you create? This is your, this is you, you live once, man. You're gonna, yeah. if you hear my voice now, you're going to die someday. You are going to be, you're going to not exist anymore. And all you're going to have is, is the moment that you're in right now. So just, what are you doing uh, with it? That's what, you, what I want to bring up at the end of this episode. What are you doing like, with it, man? To, you're standing, <laughs> there's five gens up and you're standing. You're listening to Spine Chill. Don't stop listening yeah. to Spine Chill. Keep, yeah. keep listening to Spine Chill. I'm, talking about, spine I'm, chill. I'm, I'm doing a hypothetical. You're standing there. Yeah. There's yeah. five gens up, and you're staring at a fucking Dwight on the hook. And you're standing. You're not moving. I love, I love when they're doing that. I'm what like, are you, what's the yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. What are you this, doing? This is how you're spending your you're not, free time. What are you doing with your free time? Right. You're not you creating a memory. language. You could literally do anything. <laughs> you could be doing anything. You could be getting Duolingo. into a chase. Duolingo. Yeah. You could be joining the Spine Chill podcast Discord. You could be listening. You could be rating us five stars on Spotify. True. It's what better like, way to spend your time? Just have some fun, man. Play to play. Play the game. Right. Once upon a time, we just played the game because it was fun. Now hey, we back in about... my day. I know. <laughs> it's ironic to see me. It was fun. We I, liked it. I've, I've been sweaty for a long time, but like, I just, it's like when you, when you realize how much fun you can have playing this game, if you just play this game, the fun's still in there. Oh, that's the thing. Like, DVD is like not in a, the game's fine, except for yeah. the option. And, the uh, fun's still there, right, 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 but like all the all the ingredients you need to have a really fun time are there. It's just the player base that are like not fun, and not all yeah. of them. I would like it's it's like there's a a percentage that just ruin it, and that spreads out. The more they ruin someone else's fun, the more they start ruining others' fun. Oh yeah, did you see that recent tweet about the payback games? There's some guy who does like payback games. So if he if he gets bullied by a survivor team, he does like a Franklin's Bubba basement camping to like pay it forward like if you're gonna be shitty oh me, actually pay it forward. i have a similar story to that i was playing uh survivor solo queue and i had this rebecca on the team and we we got um the shit square whatever that map's called the shattered square shattered square and, oh uh, red red ormond red ormond yeah, yeah yeah and they just I like, ran around I like shitter square though that's yeah. a good one they just started yeah. dropping all the pallets and me and this yeah. i think it was a neo just just like staring confused um and it was against a doctor. They just they ruined they ruined the match. They threw it and destroyed it. And eventually, it was like me and the others were like pointing at the Rebecca to get them killed. Doctor killed all of us. Um, right. And in the post game, it turns out that one of our teammates, I think the Fong, uh, was their previous killer at some point. And they'd held on to the fact 
that they got tunneled at some point or camped or something. Something had upset them and they held on to it and came into that match and mm. just ruined it for everybody. And I was like, that's fascinating that you, because I don't yeah. remember anything about, like, I never hold on to anyone's name. It could be the worst match of my life. I could play with them the next match. I wouldn't know it was them. <laughs> can, I tell, can I tell a story? So yes. I was, I used to play Comp DVD. Um, and again, I mentioned when you play Comp DVD, there's a reason why I quit. It's because playing Killer and Comp DVD is the most boring shit of all time. It's literally like, it's just camping and tunneling. It's just protecting three gens, trying to get as many kills as you can and hoping your survivors do better against their killer. It's really, really boring. A lot, a lot of face camping, a lot of tunneling, a lot of, it's just, that's yeah. literally how it's played. So I'm playing one night randomly. I'm playing Survivor on stream. And this Deathslinger catches me and Basement hooks me. And they literally are just like slapping me on the hook from first hook. Like they're just, just slapping me on the hook, hanging out. They hard face camp me completely out. Like just wait. My team comes down to try and save. They just chase them off. Eventually I die. So in post game chat, they're like, hey, running man, doesn't feel so good, does it? And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, you played against me in that tournament two weekends ago and you face camped me as doctor. And I was like, wait, like the comp tournament? This, she had like held on to like resentments over me face camping her in a tournament. Oh my God. And she found me in the wild and did it back to me. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Rent free. Okay. Yeah. That just like, makes cool. me sad though. It I mean, is it was sad. Funny. It's. I, like, DVD shouldn't funny, be having that much of an effect on you. At least she had a reason. Yeah, she didn't just do it, didn't just do it for fun. Like, yeah. That's why I look at the silver lining, Doug. Yeah. Yeah, I always yeah. do. At least she just didn't do it for the fuck yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. At least she, at least she, she had, had a grudge. Reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Against you. The moral of the story is I still died on my first hook. And uh, I did. the only reason I remember the game is because she told me that she did it on purpose because of a team, because of a tournament game. So. Right, on the bright yeah. side, though, I guess, like, hopefully. They let it go after that. Maybe. Or they still think about it to this day. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I couldn't tell you. Let us know in the comments if you're listening. <laughs> if yeah. you listen to the podcast and you follow my every move, let us know in the comments. Oh, I really hope it's just full of people pretending they were them now. Um, yeah. Beautiful, yeah. GG, I was the fun. <laughs> I was the bitter Rebecca. GG, I was the second generator. Um, so do, we, do we have any more DVD? We man, we went no, down. I, I we loved, went down. I loved we that though. I'm glad we spoke. That, yeah, passionate speeches there. I think I think we've held off talking about that we, kind of thing in the past, but I think we should do it more often because I really enjoyed that. Sam, yeah, it was kind of like it was quite cathartic to yeah to moan. yell about how nobody has fun anymore and it yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's the, because it's the main because thing. again we. We can control that, right? Like, as a killer main, I can guarantee that I'll never see eruption in another game of DVD again. Yeah, me too. Yeah, playing same. Killer. Yeah, playing the, killer. Well, all, all three of us are united on this. My last stream title was Nerf Eruption, and I haven't played yeah. it at all uh, yeah. recently I, because I remember it's taking just eruption on, on. I don't know. I was playing. I was playing with it at some point, and then I was playing Survivor, and I was and just noticed more killers taking it as it started to uptick. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it just annoyed me. And I was like, okay, I'm never using this perk again. It's making me too angry. It's generally, it's ruining yeah. my experience as a survivor. I can't play it anymore. Yep. Right. And again, you again, there's 50 fifties, right? It's two sides of the coin. Well, so you can't, you can't stop everything, but you can stop. You can, what you can control. You can control that. Also, right. I don't. It's weird. Hashtag, all, oh, go. I, I was just going to say all three of us by not running eruption. When we play killer, we're being the change that we want to see in the world. 
True. It starts with True. us. True. We're, yeah. we're not sitting there being like, why won't behavior nerf eruption? And then we bring it every single game. Yeah. I'm going to do my next bit then, because I think I miss Noed. I do too. <laughs> so I'm going to bring Noed from now on. <laughs> I'll bring it too. Yeah. I yeah. still do. Yeah, I was say, don't cast a change nothing. <laughs> I never, I never stopped. I never stopped. As I've quoted John on this so many times, but Noed is a sweet little cinnamon roll that must be protected <laughs> at all costs. Right? I call it that now. Yes, it should be. It's just a little doe-eyed little puppy that needs to be taken care of. Fun perks. You know that there was a there was recently a a poll I saw on Twitter that asked what annoys you more head on. Or, or oh, I saw this. Oh, you're talking about Lily Pie's poll. Yeah, Lily's yeah. poll, right? Twenty-one yeah. percent of people voted for for head on being more annoying than dead hard. How? Like poor little head on. I was playing Titan Hunters again the other day, and I got someone head. It was on Garden of Joy, and someone head on when I was picking someone up. So they, and I was so happy because I lost yeah. my They they I've done I got them again badges shortly afterwards. But I love head on. It's just one of the best perks to get hit by and to use. If, if somebody if somebody gets a head on save on me, a person, that person doesn't die in the trial, no matter what, hundred percent. I had an ace. Nice. I had an ace hit me, hit me with a head on save. That man, I walked him out the gate. You live. I think I gave that person the hatch. So yeah. No, I. All three of us are in solidarity on this. Once again, we love head on. Great perk. I will say, I I think I have a theory for why it's hated by some killers, is because. It's, it feels like it's done out of malice. Feels like to them. Because unlike other exhaustion perks where like when you when you use dead hard, it's in desperation to avoid a hit, right? However, to use head on successfully, you have to calculate it. You have to plan it. You may not even be in a chase. Somebody I mean, your teammate may be running through Killer Shack yeah, and then they, they they walk by the locker and you stun them. And then <laughs> for for the killer player it can be kinda like, you didn't even have to do that. I wasn't even chasing you. And then they can, you know, face camp the head-on user to death, which has happened to me, and I'm sure you guys many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. soon as you get a head-on, oh, yeah. you get face camped on the hook. Um, but I I don't agree with it, but that's the the only thing I can think that of. That could be what, because, like, sometimes when a killer's walking past my locker, I'm like, I'm on, I'm on dead hook. Like, if they get me again, I'm dead. I'm like, fight the urge, fight the urge. And then they walk past and I do it because it's funny. And then I yeah, flash bang no, and I run around. Then I want to run away giggling and then I die. And it's worth it every time. No, head, head <laughs> on is the best perk to have in a game that's busted where you're just like, I'm not having any fun. It gives yep. you something to do if you're just like, oh, they're just kicking the three gen with eruption over and over and over again. And there's no way we're going to win this. I'm just going to see if I can get a head on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love fun perks, man. And like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, every yeah. every perk There's... I run in solo queue now is just about. I like getting head on. Quick and quiet goes with that because it works really well. Then I've got flashbang because that's funny to blind them right after. Then blast mine because blast mine's funny as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna start doing the same thing on survivor side. Just start experimenting more with perks. I usually run Windows, um, Wake Up, and then an exhaustion perk and Kindred because I play mostly solo queue as well. And Kindred is. I always want to run critical. Hope, but there's just no point for me because I'm too obnoxious. I get. Camped and tunneled too often, so I'm just like, yeah, oh. true. Yeah, that's why I don't run adrenaline. I'm not optimistic enough. Like, I, used to run, I used to run adrenaline all the time, but I've given up on it. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, these days, ooh, adrenaline is not a guarantee. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like running Kindred open handed, uh, sometimes with Bond, because I like just I like to just see where everybody is. It gives me something to do when I'm just 
Honda M1 on a generator. You can just analyze their gameplay. They're standing still right now. It does give me content for when I'm just sitting there like, nothing's happening, I'm just on a gen. Wonder what Rebecca's up to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had to stop running Bond with that, though, because it gave me too much info, where I was just like, she's not doing anything. Yeah. She's literally just sitting there. I can see her. She's below me on Midwitch. She's just <laughs> sitting there. So right, you'll have some UI to notice that soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it won't show me their aura, but yeah. I'll, I will look over and be like, it doesn't say anything. They're not, it's not said anything this entire match. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Is, that the, is that the locker icon I see? <laughs> I think we're, we're probably we're probably getting close to switching to talk to new oh, games, yeah. but I, I would love to have a conversation on the podcast soon about Survivor Friends and mm -hmm. why the concept of Survivor Friends is such a divisive topic and why I think that it is the furthest thing people should be concerned about in terms of like overall game balance right now. I would love to talk more about that. Yeah, ne maybe next yeah. week. Sure, next week. Be... Let's do it. Let's. Let's let's schedule a swift conversation next week. Yeah, and, and also, if if you guys and you know the listeners have any ideas about what you want to hear us talk about, as I say in the Discord server, there is a Q and A section. Wow, where you can ask us, and then we <laughs> might Discord server talk about them on the uh, on the old podcast. Imagine if you got like an hour, ten minutes in, and you were just like a, a Discord server. Did they say what you said? You say Discord. What's it? What's Discord? If we keep if well, we keep saying it, people remember. Yeah. True. Also, rate us five stars, please. Um, on Spotify. And yeah, on Spotify. Apple. Or and Apple. Apple. Right? Can you rate yeah. on Apple? I assume you can. Yeah. Doug. Yeah, you can rate on Apple. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> For our audio-only listeners, Doug was squinting and thinking. Yeah, I was just. He's pondering about the swift question. Wait I thought you guys week. were talking. I, I thought you guys were talking about fruit. Is the thing, and I was like, I don't oh. eat that. But no, now, now I'm back on the same page. So we're good. Okay, let's wake Doug up. VHS. Woo! <laughs> I'm wide awake. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo. All right. So VHS has a developer update dropping. As we recorded, we're recording on Sunday. It's dropping Monday morning. Um. Mm. I think that this might be the most like this is a very critical moment in VH for VHS right now. They are coming off of a pretty exciting holiday event. Got a little bit of the wake up in the player base. Got a little bit of the the queue started getting better. Things started to get exciting. People were buzzing a little bit again. And I hate to say it this way and sound hypercritical, but I feel like they kind of fumbled because we're right back to where we were before the event. Like right. queues are back to being rough. A lot of the content creators who came back to VHS are now starting to play other games again. Um, we have the anomaly in the game, the new the new map and the new monster in the game, but they're not live. Nobody can play them yet. And they're not live yet. They're not live. Oh. So, again, I really, really, I think I'll say it over and over again. VHS is the best game that nobody's playing. It's a very, very good ASIM. It's very fun, very competitive, but balanced. Mm -hmm. It's what DVD's future looks like if DVD this is, is going to get thing. more. If you want a balanced ASIM game, VHS is perfect. Yeah. Right. It's so well balanced. The game design is that you can't complain about much about the balance. All I'm going to say is if this developer update goes live tomorrow and all they do is announce some new cosmetics um, and they don't really say much, I'm going to be I'm going to be getting kind of fed up. 
Like and and I don't so get fed up. That, that, that is that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I want I want to support you guys. Know how hard I support Prop Night and how hard I support Evil Dead. How hard I have supported VHS. I mm-hmm. that's what I do. I play these games. I invest in these games. But like, we need something, devs. Hellbent, please. We need something. Mm-hmm. We need something soon because. This is rough, man. I want to make content in your game, and it's it's kind of I think it's kind of disappointing how much easier it is to make content in Prop Night right now than it is to make content in what was supposed to be like the number two ASIM. Mm. Yeah, Pro- Prop Night is a mod and an afterthought of another development company. They're not even it's not even the primary project that it's co- that its devs are working on. On the topic of and, Prop Night, did you want to talk about Prop Night now? Um, well, just real quick. Oh, um, speaking of Prop Night, just in terms of player numbers. I, it's still the number two ASIM, I would say, in terms of like PC uh, at least on Steam. On Steam, wouldn't, wouldn't that will be Project Playtime, right? It would be number two. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, Project, about Project Playtime. Playtime. We'll see how that goes, but yeah, um, Prop we need to pay that still. Currently, as of three minutes ago, Prop Night has 747 people playing with a 24-hour peak of 1,183, and they have consistently had 24-hour peak numbers of 1,100, 1,200 people playing. Yeah. Prop Night yeah. has handled itself very well. And if yeah. we're ready to talk about Prop Night, I'm going to tell you why. Um, but Yeah, yeah. Oh, go okay. ahead. Go, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to talk about with VHS, so... Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I don't want to be... Don't, I love, don't I love, love, no, I, I love I, the game, but I just... Guys. Well, like, it's... it's guys. Yeah. Constructive criticism. I mean, I, I, I want the game to do well, too. I don't... Yeah. Play a lot of yeah, VHS, I... unlike you, Doug. But I, you know, so I'm not as invested. But I want the game to do well, and like we've said a million times before, they need to have a big announcement and port to consoles. There's a certain the urgency. Game. There's a certain urgency that is gonna. I'm gonna stop being able to keep saying that I think that it can come back if they can't show some urgency here. And again, like I love them to death. They're doing incredible work. The maps are incredible. The art right. is incredible. The balance is great. The aesthetic is great. Everything, it's a great game. But, like, we need something now. Not Mm. later, not, okay, we're going to figure it out. Okay, we're going to get monsters, but we need it now. So, get the new monster out now. Get the new map out now. Stop. I realize that you guys want everything to be perfect. Stop worrying about it being perfect and just get fucking content out now. No matter what. Sorry. Like, you just need to get... I like this version of... You need... Doug something now today. Yeah. because well, i am I, I just i mean i just quit i just quit smoking so aggression. but no but the reality is though guys i mean again i i don't feel like i'm being too harsh here when i say like no no, no. i think you're being completely fair the game has the, if been, it doesn't been, sort itself out soon it's gonna have to do what prop night has done which is like they've yeah. completely revamped themselves really effectively but i don't know if vhs will be capable because like they've kind of disgruntled a lot of players yeah, I VHS or Prop Night's proof that you can do it though. Mm, I mean, Prop Night fumbled no. a lot on launch, and now they're now they're healthy. They're ba- They're they're good. They've revamped twice. Uh, very like the first one was very unsuccessful. People were very angry, yeah. and they come back. They came back. They they have an average of seven hundred or, or so average players right now. They had an average of one hundred and fifty in September, and they came back from that. Yeah, four months four months ago. Yeah. Can you imagine if and and the thing about it is like I'm just gonna say it VHS an infinitely better game than Prop Night overall like it's <laughs> yeah. so much better yeah. it's a great great game and so 
if Parabnai can do it in four months, VHS can do it in four months. Right. And when they get this kind of momentum rolling, this kind of ball rolling, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be exponentially grow the game more so mm. than what Prop Night can accomplish. Especially considering Prop Night's a paid game and VHS is a free game. Prop Night is a paid game that also doesn't have a console presence. Do you know, do you know no. what would, I think would really yeah. actually, as a really weird thing that I think would help VHS quite a lot? I know you're going to yeah. take the piss out of me, but I do think it needs to work on its UI. <laughs> it's one of the most off-putting things about the game for me. It's like, there's, it's got really messy menus and I think new players when they come into that, it doesn't like... Whereas, like, you know, PropNight's got a really simple menu. DB's got a really simple menu. I will I will say, as somebody who who started playing it after you guys did, um, when the game was publicly released, uh, I was overwhelmed uh, my first couple of times playing it, mm. and I didn't know where everything was or what everything was, and it did kind of a poor job of It takes a little while to figure it all out. Navigating. I still don't quite know what it all is. I haven't played yeah. it for a while, but, like, I, re I remember being very confused by the terminology and stuff. So that's... That would be my, my thing that I would suggest to him is like a bit of a UI revamp and yeah, figuring out what their plan of action is, as Doug's saying. Something. Right. But you release a killer. <laughs> just get, get, get in the game. Release yeah. it right now. Just put it in there. It doesn't matter. Just get content into the game yesterday. Um, prop night. I just got done playing about 10 to 12 hours of their biggest update to date, their biggest balance update to date. Yeah, right. They, I don't know if there's just like somebody at at Prop Night who like listens to what DVD players ask for and just does that to Prop Night. But what they did is they took every map in the game and reworked them completely. They just were like, wow. like our map. Yeah, our map I, saw, I saw the school looks. I was like, yeah, like there's a bit at the um the balcony uh, as you go into the like the sports hall, the gym. Yeah, I was like that's an excellent change. I was like immediately, they that's brilliant. Yeah, Sorry. and what they did is they took the maps, they took them all down, reworked them all, and they put them back in. So there's maps that haven't come back yet, like the camp is not back yet, mm. I don't think. Mm. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple other maps that haven't returned yet because they're not ready, but they literally took the maps and completely revamped them and made them more fun. Believe it or not, they're they're looking for the game to be more fun That's rather great. than more balanced. So That's a great, great goal to have. Yeah. A lot of a lot of line of sight breakers, a lot of big pile like there's one like big pile of chairs now in the ho the house map where like you can kind of juke around it and get behind it and turn into another item. It's just Oh, that's a good idea. It's so fun. And the maps are good and they're releasing constantly releasing new content. We got a new killer, which is Shinigami. Yeah, I wish mm -hmm. one thing for them. Can they can they make a bigger deal when they do something like that? Because I didn't even know there was a new killer. Yeah. I figured it out when I went live. I was like, yeah. what? Oh, there's a new killer in Survivor it's, now. So it's like we've said before. It's like they decide on Tuesday they're gonna make a new Survivor killer, and then two days later it's just in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh yeah, unceremoniously just dumped in. That's probably the worst <laughs> thing about the the game's uh development and 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 presentation, frankly, is yeah. that there's no hype or uh, or interest built for the for the releases, but they're right, very yeah. frequently making them. I'm surprised. Yeah, because they just continue to add new content, but it's good. It's fun. I played on stream for over eight hours. I just did not. I just played prop night. I was trying to play Survivor. When I got Killer, I would play Killer, mm -hmm. and the games felt fun. They felt fresh. The yeah. maps were great. The I mean, is the What's, game is just how's how's the Shinigami? Because like he looks a bit like Oni from DBD. So no, he looks like Oni. So basically, his power is if you use your E ability, um, it spawns like like 
fake versions of him. Uh, like every every major point in the map gets a fake Shinigami. So like all the all the prop machines and all the chairs, and you can just teleport to one of them, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's just Ooh. an instant teleport. So That's interesting. And, it, and it's all to points of interest, right? But everyone gets you, to see the fake one. Yeah, you'll see it on. If, as so, a, so, you're, as a survivor, so it's a bit like when Freddy starts setting off gens. You're like, yeah. oh, do I do so I you, panic here? What do I do? Yeah, you'll see it and you can hide. It's almost like yeah, it's almost like prayer beads, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you just you're gonna see it and you're gonna be like, okay, do I react to it? Obviously, if people miss a, a proficiency check on the prop machine, that's a good indicator of where you should go. But you only have a limited amount of time to choose. You can't just leave it up. Yeah, it's got like a a short window. Uh, his other power is on the M2, and it literally just is a rewind power. So basically, mm-hmm. like when you hit M2, it'll rewind you back like the last five seconds. You go back in time, so it's like a That's tracer cool. recall. That's yeah. insane. So, pretty effective at like when you're camping the doors. Like if you're trying to watch the doors at the end of the game, you just go to one and zip yourself <laughs> yeah, back, and then definitely. you go. Definitely. Um, but otherwise, I, apparently, when it first launched, it was you could actually use it in chase, but they they fixed whatever the bug was. But it, it doesn't really seem like a very effective chase perk. Mm-hmm. Unless you chase somebody off of a prop machine, it's, I think it sounds like he's a bit of a trick, tricky character. Where like you know, you walk away from a gen and then zzz, and then joking. Yeah, yeah, and that's basically the only way. It's not a very useful power in my experience playing him. I played him a lot, uh, but also it doesn't have to be because prop is a simple game and it's a fun yeah. game. Like doesn't matter d- just because a power is not right. particularly strong doesn't mean that it's not fun. Yeah, it doesn't have to be meta. It doesn't have to be like oh, I'm going to use this to. Secure 4Ks to get my Grandmaster. No, you're just playing Prop Knight, right? So yeah. his his main power is really strong. He's pretty cool. He's got a cool aesthetic, like everything. He does look cool. Right? And then, yeah, he seems fun. He's fun. I played a little bit more of the Clown, too. Their, their version of the Clown is very fun. He's got, like, the Berserker mode, and he's got, like, the... Right, the, yeah. The projectile. That, how long ago did the, did the Clown come out? Like, four weeks ago or something? something I feel like it was like in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they released like three killers since the night came out in DVD? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And Damn. we got two new, and we've gotten two new survivors too. So. Do you think? That, do you think they're like ramping up a lot early, just so they've got a lot of content in there to try and maybe bring it's DVD not a, people over? It's not a bad strategy. No, One no, reason no, why DVD is the most successful one is because it has the most content. There's 30 killers you can choose from. So yeah. if these guys can catch up like that, that's great. Give Pop Night some time. They'll be like, and we've got Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Neener, neener, neener. They're not going to pay for a license. They'll just make Chalky. They'll make Charlie. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. They'll just true, make yeah. a doll that's sort yeah. of like. It's the same thing as like the just rip DVD killers. They're like, oh, it's not the Oni. It's the Shinigami. It's totally different. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looks exactly the same. But, um, and that's fine though. It's because again, I think Prop Night, I don't think Prop Night takes itself too seriously. And I think they know exactly what they right. are. Yeah. They're a fun game. They're an alternative. You can find it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that says everything. Yeah. You can just, there's a fart again, emote that you can spam. They they went and they and they reworked all the maps and they and they feel real good. They're fun. They gave us perks. They gave us specific stuff that only works on specific survivors, and then they limit it. So you got Isaac's got the he builds walls now, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. you know they, I forgot the other girl's name. There was a flashlight chick. She has a flashlight, which is an oh yeah save. her yeah the yeah. yeah I forget her name too. Too many characters to keep track of. My point is that they, they, they balance that by limiting it to one per, per match. You can only mm-hmm. bring one survivor per match. You can't stack. You used to be able to stack all four Isaacs. You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Now you get one Isaac, and Isaac's got a specific power. Tyga's got a specific power. Chris yeah. has got a specific power, and that's how you limit those things. And again, we talked about VHS being really good for this. 
they make it so perks and and in-game items aren't the be-all end-all. DBD, the power level of perks and add-ons and offerings is insane, right? Right. It changes the course of a whole game. Yeah, you can completely change it just by the perks you've brought, and you can drag the killer to Garden of Joy. Yeah. Now it's in your favor yeah. massively. And killers can do the same, drag you to Midwitch. And with these other ASIMs, they're now, they're making it so, they're just, it's really not, it really does come down to, like, what you prefer and what's fun and what you enjoy. It's not make or break. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have challenges in VHS specifically to do stuff without perks at all, and those don't feel bad. It doesn't feel bad playing perkless in VHS. Mm. Try playing perkless in DVD for a session. Yeah. On either side. I did that on accidentally side. once, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not there's a, really there's much doing it, I think. to do. Oh, power moves. I need to do that sometime. Yeah. I think whenever I return to playing Survivor in DVD, I'm going to do a power moves uh, campaign. I recently finished the RPD Uchibo. one. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Congrats. Gary. Yeah, I just caught it. Like, I got the achievement. I was like, wow. I wasn't even trying. <laughs> yeah, nice. I did it all in one day, in one session. I just grinded it by myself off stream. I just used I used RPD offerings for like nine hours straight until oh I got gosh. my twenty escapes. That's a and lot of RPD. I yeah. love that map, but that's a lot yeah. of RPD. I'm very stubborn, and I, there's some <laughs> there's things that are not right with me. But I got it, and I only had two people dodge the map. One of them was a nurse, and one of them was a survivor player. Oh, hmm. In nine hours of RPD offerings, two it's different now. <laughs> Killer season, I'm not from Philadelphia. Like, nah, nah, I'm alright. Yeah, I don't know. It was during an event. It was during whenever the flans were going. I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. And also, and also, oh, I think yeah. like RPD was in high rotation, right? So it was kind of expected. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was losing my internet there for a second. So if we're done with prop night, hang on. What? Oh, Doug, you back? Doug, are you back? I'm back. I'm back. Hello. Oh, okay. Okay. If we're done with prop night. Would you guys like to hear about Killer Clowns a little bit? We would love to hear. About if you just killer said clowns. no, I'd be so devastated. Yeah, I actually, I actually, I actually have to step away. I'll be right back. <laughs> you can, you can go ahead and talk, though, Gary. Oh, okay. That, thank you. Go ahead. Go this ahead, Gary. This is why he's a guest. Um, mm -hmm. I imagine if one of the co-hosts walked away right now, I know that'd be unacceptable. The show would crumble. Yeah. Um, so, Killer Clown showed a video of the clowns recently. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but they showed some of the simple animations, and you got a real close-up look to their models. They look amazing. They look so good. They, they look, look so good. I'm very excited for the, like I think the graphics of this game is gonna like catch us all by surprise. I think it's gonna look really good. Gary, have you seen uh, the movie? I think so, but long time ago. Oh, okay. I need to rewatch it. They like I think I watched it a long time ago. I was just gonna say, like, not only do they look really good, just period but they look very very accurate to how they looked mm. in the movie like it's amazing yeah like a lot, a lot of, of passions clearly detail. going into this i think this and tcm they're like the developers seem to really care about the ip right um but they've been enjoying human week on twitter i don't know if you've got a chance to see that but they've been basically tweeting out i have seen um, it. concept art of various survivors from the game um and i've been keeping an eye on it because you know people ask questions and i like seeing what they respond and Looking at what their posts will say, and some of the response, uh, some of the things they've mentioned in responses to people's comments, I've 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 written some quotes down. I think they're particularly interesting, um, and this is one of them. Our first season at launch is set in the '80s and takes place in Crescent Cove, and I thought that was a particularly exciting thing because that means that they are they're already thinking of different seasons, and this the it's initially launching in the '80s, 
but I assume that means that we're going to get like 90s versions, uh, 2000s like versions, so we're going to get different kinds of cosmetics potentially, um, different uh, locations like that. That was like, they just threw that out as a line. I was like, that's a huge thing to reveal, to yeah. tell us that you were going to get. I just thought the phrasing of that was like awesome. Um, they also said, we have a pretty hefty roadmap of where we are taking this thing after that. So that their plan, like, they just, they've got a plan of action, which is really exciting. And I love the word roadmap. Um, there was some concerns over the customization of the characters. Because, pe you know, people seeing the concept art and thinking, is this what we get? Like. Um, mm -hmm. So they've responded to some of those um, questions. Uh, it's all customizable. Hair, hats, shirts, pants, etc. Mix and match. So every single cosmetic seems to be broken down. You know how like a lot of Dead by Daylight were like, I wish I could just take the backpack off. I wish I could take the hat off this cosmetic and keep this the hair. It looks like in Killer Clowns, that's what you're going to get. We're going to get to dress up our dollies as much as we like. Which mm -hmm. I'm very excited about. Because like a lot of these games are just... You know, making your survivors look cool. Or you, you, hopefully the clowns come with a certain amount of cosmetics as well. I really hope they do. Yeah. Um, and then there were some concerns. Oh, like, and this is just like, them breaking it down even more. This is on their. Um, I think this was on their site. Yeah, this is on the thing. It says, uh, you can change your skin tone, uh, determine body type, select your favorite face design, dive through existing virtual closets to pick up uh, class-based clothes, style your hair according uh, to the options presented, and even choose your animation. So. It seems like you can really change everything about your characters and make them your own. That's huge. That's yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be the first ASIM game to have like character customization to that extent cuz normally it's it's kind of followed the DVD model of like head, torso, legs. Yes. Swapping yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very excited. It's kind of cuz uh, Ghostbusters has a very a kind of similar thing mm. um, where mm -hmm. you can customize a little bit, but this is going to like looking for all their concept art, they're gonna have so many more cosmetics. Because but Ghostbusters, there's, you're always kind of just wearing the, you know, the boiler yeah. suit, and you can you can change the colors a little bit. But this, I'm just very excited for. It just seems like there's what? so much detail and love going into it. I really yeah. hope they have like, like I assume you guys have applied for the the closed beta. I've applied, yeah. I haven't, but I yeah. will be doing that, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping. So, I hope we get it. I hope I want to apply so it. To circle back to what John was saying about it, it really holding up to the original. Like, I don't know. You should definitely, if you haven't watched the movie, if you're... I've, like, I've watched it when I was younger. I need to watch it again. And yeah, and if you're, and if you're a spine show regular that hasn't, I implore you. It is a cult classic for a reason. That yeah. was one of my defining movies as a child. Like, I loved that movie growing up. It was... One of my, one of my first horror movie experiences, I feel like. And, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, they got the... They have the original IP owners are, like all in on the game they're like yeah. super they're super invested in the game they're super excited about the game expanding the universe like it's so exciting to hear like how much customization we're looking forward to because they're not mailing it in they're not just going to mm -hmm. be doing oh mm -hmm. we'll, we'll do like a duck hat and then like you know here's some here's some random a bowling pin gloves or I mean, they're yeah, gonna like yeah. legitimately go like in on making this like a whole experience and that's again i think gary you and i have had this conversation on numerous occasions like we want these games to have a reason for people to keep playing and keep coming mm. back. And that's one of the big struggles with Ghostbusters is like, what keeps people playing your game? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so making full customization and constantly just churning out new cosmetics, people love cosmetics. And for me, just the line, our first season at launch is set in the 80s. Yeah. Like, you're going to go through eras of different fashion? Are we going to get yeah. 70s? Are we going to get some 60s fashion? 
Futures, future fashion, bro. Space fashion. Oh, Space yeah. fashion. Oh, they could. Clown fashion. Because I think they have yeah. said stuff going to be set in space as well, right? I think we spoke about this. Yeah. Story. They've, oh, talk, yes, they've yes, talked yes. about the possibility of returning to the killer clown's home planet mm, for which maps, we, dude. Like, as far as I know, we've never seen. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all new lore to be discovered. Yeah, so, yeah, very so basically, exciting. Killer Clowns looking very exciting still. Like, oh, I, I can't wait. I think I think that's the one I'm the most excited for. Even more than Texas Chainsaw. Like, I, I'm looking forward to Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I think that's gonna be really fun from a horror perspective. But I'm really looking forward to the chaos that Killer Clowns is gonna be. So. I just think that I think the the whole that we're kind of you know as we were talking about DVD having people getting a bit too competitive and it's kind of lost that party game fun element, which Prop Night is maybe replacing at the moment. I think Killer Clowns is really going to take that spot. Yeah. Well, we remember they, they've made comments, and we need to, I would love to follow up on this, but they've made comments to the effect that you won't be able to, like, choose to play Killer every time. There won't be, like, Killer and Survivor cues. There'll just be cues, mm. and you have to play whatever you get. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's a good way to, like, self-police the way people play the game, because, like, you won't have Killer-only players and Survivor-only players. <laughs> is that in Killer, killer Clowns? Right. Is that what they've said? Yeah. Because that concerns me. Because I'd want to, I'd want to play Killer Clowns with you guys. I'd want to be able well, to go. I want to be three clowns of my, you know, my friends. Well, what I what I interpreted that to be is we'd be able to queue up together, but all three of us might be clowns or survivors. Mm. Oh, That's well, how I interpreted fine. it. But that, but that might not be actually. Now that I think about yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a way for us to like get in touch and, and ask these yeah. kind of questions as, as journalists. Right, right. Could, well, yeah. <laughs> they they follow me on Twitter. I can shoot them a DM. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I yeah, because that, that is that is a good point. Pass on our names. I want to be on their radar. I want a beta code. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 name drop the whole Spine Show podcast. Yeah. I'll get them listening. No, so yeah, because that's a good point. Because like one of the thing, one of the weaknesses of Prop Night is like if we queue up together, um, one of us. Want to plane killer, even if mm. that's not what we want, um, and it could just be any of us. So yeah. we might not necessarily be on a team. So if Killer Clowns is like that, like if one of us gets clown and the other two get survivor, that might be kind of like awkward. Well, it just know. kind of ruins the game because then it's like we don't want to compete against each other. Yeah, that's why I'm assuming because the game becomes you know, unfair. Wrongfully, I was wrongfully assuming that it would keep us at a group, mm. but then all three of us would get either role i'm happy for solo queue to be like you're getting one of the sides yeah yeah Same for duos. Like, like if you if you queue up as a solo and another person queues uh, another two people queue up as a duo mm. like the three of you could get clown but if you or if you stack up as a four you get you're getting survivor. survivor yeah yeah if you if you do a four stack you're getting survivor yeah, yeah. hmm and if you stack as if you go as a three i think you should make your clowns <laughs> well they might they might make it I don't know. This is just speculation at this point, but if they do it that way, they might make it to where three is like the cap for for queuing up as a party. Which I which I, I would be absolutely fine as long as the three always stay together. Yeah, that's hmm. actually yeah. I, I would love for you to reach out to them. And, I will and yeah. ask for some clarification on this because it's something that we're invested in as a podcast, right? We yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's the game that I'm the we, most excited for. How are we going to run the, the spine shell three stack if it's not guaranteed? Right? Exactly. Yeah. No, no, that, yeah. that is genuinely yeah. a big deal to me. Me too. Yeah, it is. I'm with yeah, you. same. But I will say that having it not just be a one v four situation where people can become jaded and become a mm. killer only player and a survivor only player, I think that can can help keep people having more fun. Well, like and being less competitive. Because I think one of the things that really helps us, you know, we've all kind of agreed that we don't we don't play of eruption. We play like in a we flick the switch. We play fun. Yeah, is because we play survivor. 
we play both sides, so we know right. what it's like to be on the, you know, the shit end of the stick. True. Yeah, but if I just played Killer in DBD, I'd be like, what's wrong with Eruption? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what's the big deal? pretty balanced to me. Yeah. yeah. It helps keeps the gen from flying. <laughs> I guess all these Swifts. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting Swifts. about Killer Clowns. Um, do we, we don't really have a release window. No, they've not announced even. a date just, yet. It's just this yeah, year, got, right? It kind of got yeah. announced late, right? We kind of just found out about it last year, like just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, like, it was a surprise. Yeah. Wrong, it but... was a surprise. Yeah, no, it, it was late last year. Um, I, Texas Chainsaw is almost assuredly coming out before Killer Clowns. So. I think so, yeah. Yeah. If I were to if we... I were to guess, I would guess around Halloween is probably what they're aiming for. Killer Clowns. You think Killer yeah. Clowns or Texas Chainsaw? Oh, yeah, Killer Clowns. I was going to say, because Texas Chainsaw was supposed to be out last year initially, and then they pushed yeah. it. So. No, I, I would say we'll see Texas Chainsaw Halloween. earlier. If they take to Halloween, I'm going to be very upset. If, uh, no. if, if, if Texas Chainsaw doesn't announce something in the next, like, month, I'm going to be a bit nervous it's coming out in the summer. Mm. Yeah, I want it, I'm with you I want that. it now. Don't care. Now. Remember, I remember, want it now. Remember what I was saying about how VHS needs to just like rush and put out whatever they had. Like just, just get it out. Yes, like yeah. that's not how I feel about Texas Chainsaw at all. They mm. have, they have all the time in the world to get it right because they have not done the things that have been done in VHS to. You right. know what I mean, like the well, VHS upset like you know, so much of the player base with the way they launched the game in like closed yeah. beta and stuff, and they and they need to regarner that. I think. Yeah. I, I think one thing that we're gonna see as a difference maker between like Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw and VHS is that for the Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw devs, this isn't the first ASIM horror game that they've made. It's not the mm -hmm. first multiplayer game that they've made because they worked on Friday the Thirteenth, right? Right. And so for VHS, for Hellbent, this is the first time they've ever done this. And it kind of shows with how they've marketed the game. Because um, they've made single-player stuff before. But um, So I think I think that's why we're kind of seeing a big difference here. And it, one of them is going to be... Uh, Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw are going to be more successful. Um, unless VHS, like you said, turns around. But yeah, it's experience showing. True. Yeah, that's something that I hadn't considered before. That's a really good point. And again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm I'm shitting on Hellbent or like I'm upset. I'm just saying that what my point I was going right. to make is like Texas Chainsaw can take their time because they haven't burned any bridges with the community yet. They haven't mm. burned any bridges with people that yeah. are excited about their game. It's all hype right now. Problem is VHS at one point had that. They had the kind of hype yes. similar to what Texas has now, Texas Chainsaw has now. And they, they basically just kind of burned all that up. And yeah. Right, with the rollout and everything. And now they just need to get shit out as fast as possible because their game's going to die. They need to get people playing. Uh, with Texas Chainsaw, they can take their time and make sure it's really right. And we know True. with Wes and Gunn, they're they're making sure it's really right. Yeah, like, yeah. Although, although it's disappointing because taking time, I would rather it came out and be the, the horror experience that we're all hoping for. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. again, they feel... I mean, Wes and Gunn feel like they let people down with Friday the 13th. They feel like they have used up some of that faith, right? They feel like they they got the, the I, game out and and they never yeah. got to realize the vision that they had for it. Um, well, I, I would say, you know, this is just one person's opinion, but as someone who really liked Friday the 13th, I think I think most people understand that a lot of that was out of their control. Absolutely. Reasonable, logical people understand Reasonable that. And the people. other people don't and the other people don't matter, but I yeah. Wes has made some tweets about kind of feeling like 
you know, disappointed that they never got to realize the vision and feeling like they let a lot of us down who believed in them. And, and they want to like, they kind of want to make sure that they write the wrongs with Texas Chainsaw. So right. everything Again. I've read about Texas Chainsaw is giant thumbs up. So yeah, I have nothing but ex- positive expectations, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they exceeded them. Like I'm just, yeah, oh my God. this is, uh, gives me life, dude. This has been your uh, weekly edition of uh, the Spine Chill Guys. Pine for Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns. We for and Texas I, I, Chainsaw. We haven't really spoken about this. Um, but so with the Bubba thing from Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. And it Him did look like game. it did look like he might be going at one point. There was that weird stuff that was pulled out of the PTB and whatnot. Do you think there was an agreement that was come to. Do you think they were preparing for the potential that they might lose the license? And then an well, agreement has been found between the two because obviously Gunn have the rights to Bubba. They could take him the same way Demogorgon was taken. Unless there's I mean, like a, a very different kind of deal made, I guess. You don't know for sure that. Yeah, yeah. This, this is this thing. I'm just going to, I'm not trying to push back in a negative way. But oh, like, this, is a, this is a negative it's, thing. This it's, is a hopeful it's, thing. It's, it's just all like conjecture and theorizing that we have no idea about. We don't oh, yeah, know yeah, yeah, if but... we don't know if there was a deal struck. We don't know if we don't know if Gun Media gives a single care about Bubba being in in DVD. That's very know true. How I'm just I'm just proposing that it could be a very exciting thing if a well, deal was brokered. That I do think it would be cool if they did crossover stuff and they worked together. Because I wouldn't um, mind seeing, for example, Sissy, the new original killer. In Texas Chainsaw making an appearance in DVD, someone hiding in lockers and stuff. And maybe seeing Dwight and Fong in, you know, the the slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. Could be cool. I did, yeah. But I did, I think that's, that's just me being wishful thinking. But also something we should think about maybe when the game's actually out. Well, I don't know. yeah. But D- DVD has had a history of being friendly with their competition. Uh, which yeah. I'm sure is easy to do when they're on top of the heap, but they have they have had a history of like you know when when VHS launched they issued a congratulatory tweet to Hellbent, um, you know they they worked closely with the people that made Identity V um, on the game because uh, frankly they stole a lot of stuff from TPD um, in developing it, but like they they have had a history of being very friendly with other ASIMs, mm. um, so I wouldn't be shocked if they chose to work with one of them uh, directly one day that is something that could be considered yeah and behavior has been on a tear with that right they've been doing they did they did um crossover stuff with PUBG. yeah 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 yeah. escape you know attack on titan like they're just it feels like behavior is kind of just down to party with whoever and if you know if gun is interested in partying with dbd and partying with behavior like i mean it can't hurt either one of them to get i mean Let's be let's face it, you know, DVD is is been around for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, a fresh coat of paint once in a while wouldn't hurt them. You know, like something to get excited about. I mean, we see how much hype there is for the Resident Evil chapters. They blow up. So why would right. behavior not if if Texas Chainsaw is gonna launch and it's gonna be an exciting game, it's gonna be the newest one in the genre, one that people have been anticipating for like years now, like just oh my god. It makes business sense for behavior to want to be involved in that in some way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I thought it would be such a cool map if they just got the slaughterhouse. So, like, rather than just the basement, the basement's, like, massive. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be so cool. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's... I mean, no, I love yeah. this, this stuff, man. It's exciting. 
No, I think I think it's a you know distinct possibility. And I, from what I've seen, um, you know, people have different attitudes with uh, this new modern new media landscape that we live in. Of like, you know, do you want to disallow something um, that you don't directly profit from, or do you want to? Is it the principle of like any exposure benefits mm. me? Because like I run into that on YouTube a lot. Because, like, people will be freebooting content constantly from Twitch on YouTube. You know, you see it. Like, there'll be unofficial channels. They'll just post, like, XQC clips, for example. Yeah. And they'll get hundreds of thousands of views. And a lot the, the stance of a lot of Twitch streamers is just like, oh, if you want to post my clips on YouTube, that's fine. I, I, don't, I don't have to earn money from it. It benefits me. You know, you're getting my name yeah. out there. And a lot of them have yeah. embraced that. Some people don't, and they look at it as, like, a copyright infringement. And blah, blah, blah. A lot of them tend to be less successful as a result because they don't get it and it feels like to me uh, on the uh, just on this topic it seems like behavior they kind of get it because they have been you know like i said very friendly with their competition because they don't just see them as competition which is the correct way i think everybody can win yeah Yeah, and 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 wes is actually i'm a big fan of wes keldner as a person and he's like one of my favorite public figures i follow him on twitter i listen to everything he says like it's fucking gospel and dude was talking about how like you know, the horror ASIM genre is like an emerging genre and DVD yes. started it. But like there's just so much that can be benefited can benefit everybody from the genre like rising up together. And so like mm. there are there are no competitors when you're when you're defining and creating a genre. Like everybody's just like working together right. to like make this a thing. And so obviously I know that his creative vision, his direction is like very open to the idea of working with anybody and everybody that can, you know, continue yeah. to innovate and, and blow the genre up so yeah you've you've shown that you know behavior has been open to the concept so i i, I don't think there's anything that says that they we can't see the two working together yeah it's a very yeah, exciting definitely. idea isn't it it'd be, it'd be really no, nice. it is yeah, yeah. I, I would love for everybody to hold hands and sing kumbaya all these games and, it, and it'd be good because yeah. i'd like to see you know tcm could get like a big injection of players yeah i'd be real down for that yeah do what do what again we wish we could have seen you know, other some other ASIMs do, and and really market themselves towards the current ASIM players now. Mm. Yeah, maybe have like current ASIM content creators that play ASIM games create content, and not have Shroud play your game for some reason. Oh my right? god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a dis- that was a that was a decision. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe instead of you know Tim the Tatman and Shroud could get people that are actually invested in the genre yeah but that's another conversation for another day um yeah. so we what have left should i attempt no. to escape should i tell i attempted to escape but it didn't work <laughs> sorry <laughs> um dog would you like to talk about evil dead did we or not talk, talk about evil dead we haven't talked about, so about evil okay. dead yet or we talk about ghostbusters right, I gotta, i'll be i'll be right back, I'll be right back. <laughs> you guys go ahead yeah yeah that's fair no we've lost a host <laughs> it's okay. I can I can fill in. This will be a great chance for me to, for, to back, prove back, that I got the stuff. I'm back. Wow, that was a oh, close. Things are falling apart, John. As soon as I said the words "fill in," John rushed back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Gary and I got a chance to play some Evil Dead together this week. I streamed a lot of Evil Dead this week. I played a lot of Evil Dead with past lesser guest Sinnoh beats this week. Um, lesser I mean, guest. I, I'm the number one guest. Okay, I have You're the recurring sure. guest. Okay, well, <laughs> let us know in the comments, Jeff. No, that's how we differentiate. Is Sinnoh a lesser guest? 
There's no such thing as a lesser case. Everybody's perfect. I was just trying to make a joke, and now you guys are turning it around on me, and this is like final. I know it's not. It's, this is making the cut. No. I'm going to have to apologize. I'm going to have to apologize to Lloyd again. So, anyways, um, we played a lot of Evil Dead this week. Um, the game feels pretty good to me. It feels like an ASIM should feel. Um, yeah, you're going to have unwinnable games against strong four runs. You're also going to have games where you're going to win because somebody doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and they're running off in the middle of nowhere and you just isolate them and bully them. It's just classic ASIM stuff. They added an MMR theoretically, but I don't think it does much. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen I haven't seen a change. In my killer uh, games, I haven't noticed having... Like, I've been put against really high-level people, and, I'm, and I took a break from the game. So I was yeah, like, you barely you barely played overall yeah. if you really look at the player base, right? Yeah. Um, I think the most notable thing that they've changed is that there's a prestige level now that is game-based. It's actually got buffs in the game based upon your prestige level, mm. and um, a lot of people get dodged now that are high prestige. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, it's because it's got, like, an actual advantage, doesn't it? So I suppose it's like... Yeah. And so, and again, as a person who's, like, you know, playing a lot more Demon lately... I know if my if everybody on the other team is high prestige, high level, account level, it's going to be a tougher game than if they're newer. So, I think that they should definitely add some sort of streamer mode or some sort of like. I I think yeah. that it would be good to have an anonymous mode in the game. I am tired of getting stream sniped too. I get stream sniped a lot, and my name on Epic is Running Man TV, and I can't get Running Man by itself because somebody else has it. So right. I would love a streamer mode, but I think that a lot of especially survivor players who are well-known in the community would love to have some sort of incognito mode so that they stop getting dodged and they can actually get games. So, But all of this to say, um, we don't really need to spend a lot of time talking about it because we have an update due February 2nd. We got the date now. Oh. February 2nd is going to be the first major update of Season Pass number two. So we'll be able to talk about it in Season 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Season 18 w- will discuss because we don't really know. All we know for sure is we have a new leader character coming and it's Ruby from Ash right. vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, I- yeah. Um, Lucy Lawless's character, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. One that people have been looking forward to for a long time. Now, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean we're not going to still get other stuff. Um, there's been a lot of rumors that Prestige is going to take a little bit of a nerf. They're going to make it a little easier to prestige your character since there's yeah, pretty yeah, substantial yeah. in-game buffs. And it's like very, very hard to prestige right now. It's mm-hmm. a very big grind. Um, it is possible we could still see another demon. I'm sure we'll get a bunch of cosmetics. That's, that's what I would hope for. Because like I will say, when we were playing the other day, I really love playing demon in that game. I love Evil Dead Demon. It's so much fun. I do not enjoy playing Survivor. It's just not my cup of tea. I just don't enjoy it. So I really want them to bring in some... Because, like, I love Necromancer. That's my favorite demon to play. I didn't like the Plaguebringer particularly. Like, I don't vibe with it. Like, I love Necromancer, but it's not the one that I vibe with the most. I haven't found my main yet. So I really want them to bring in some new ones for me to try out. Because I love playing demon. Well, it's been a problem. Mm. The demon the demon experience has been a problem from a season pass DLC perspective. Um Demon hasn't really gotten a lot. If you bought the season pass, the original season pass, as a demon as a demon oh, player, yeah. you basically saved like four dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think like, we we did like a checklist yeah. or whatever of everything that you got with the season pass mm-hmm. a few. Yeah, you got bar- hardly anything. You just like mm-hmm. you got one skin for Warlord, one skin for Necromancer. I'm I'm lagging him, I think. No, no, um, it was me. Oh, it was you. Okay. It might have been me. Yeah. You got you got the Plaguebringer, which is cool, but she's got no skins. 
that's it. You didn't get anything else. Like, there's no, there's really mm. no. You got one demon for the entire season, which Survivor got what, like four, four Survivors, something like that. They got, they got a ton of extra content. You got the 2013 update. Um, I don't know, man. Is this you kind of you kind of get the short end of the stick playing demon in terms yeah. of like in game stuff. So we really hope they right the wrongs of that in season two and start churning out skins, start churning out characters because again. The survivor roster is thick, and we have what I would like. I would like to see two new demons, minimum. Yeah. Oh, minimum. We need two new demons. It's an, and again, if you're a survivor main, you should be feeling the same way because like, is anybody else fucking tired of playing against plague bringers and puppet masters every game? Puppeteers. Oh, yeah. I, I hate puppeteers. I, am, and I, I don't, don't even play the game often. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you see. You, I'll sit and just be, it'll be puppeteer after puppeteer after puppeteer, and then yeah. eventually, once in a while, someone will play plague bringer. Yeah. That's how it just feels so stale, man. Like, give us some new, give us some new demons, because that's you know. And th they've already nerfed Puppeteer once, right? Yeah. Well, they buffed yeah. it like Omega buffed him, and he was like mm -hmm. the yeah. clear, clear best demon in the game. And then they then they gave him some minor nerfs, but I still think he's the strongest demon in the game. Yeah. Overall, pound for pound, definitely the most annoying to play against. Yeah. <laughs> Def definitely the one that people like to play. So. Yeah. 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 The Evil Dead's a healthier game with more demons, so hopefully, hopefully we'll get more information before now, between now and February second. But hopefully we get a new demon, if not on the second, at least like soon. Mm -hmm. um, because yeah, the game really could use. And again, the it's always going to be this way at Asims, but I, I I stream the game a lot. I hear a lot of people talking about like, oh, it's basically impossible to win as Demon. I haven't had that experience. Yeah, I, like I, I came back after a little hiatus, played Demon, I crushed it. I was against, I was against like pr people who had, who had prestiges, like yeah, yeah. I think that the reality is it's an Asim, so you're going to win mm. some and you're going to lose some. Yeah, there's going to be some games that are going to feel impossible because you're going to be outmatched, and there's going to be some games they're going to feel easy not because you're good because they were outmatched. And yeah, like when with necromancers, I'd say like it's it's all right if you can find a good place to put your flutist. Flautist. The flautist. flautist. Like you just need somewhere but good to put them. What I will say, what I will say is that um, if they don't do something about demon feeling stale, with there being no cosmetics or no new characters to learn and spend time on, mm. demon players will start moving away from the game. Yeah, because they're going to get bored. They're going to run out of content. What does a demon do right now if they've got all four of their demons prestiged all the way up to prestige five? They gotta play something else. <laughs> yeah, play another game. Speaking of uh, stale games which need more content that players probably move away from, Ghostbusters! <laughs> <laughs> um, so me and Doug played that uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, we played for like three four hours we well, yeah, way longer than either one of us thought we were going yeah. to when we started playing because we were having a good time yes yeah. ghostbusters yeah. very fun still very fun game q times were brilliant like there was no issues of q they were we too fast any bots we were, we were getting annoyed we were getting annoyed because the games were coming too fast we we're like god we need a break to go get a water or use the yeah. bathroom like yeah just, it's just like too healthy games. um yeah. me and doug crushed it we we're very good at the video game. <laughs> um, but the game feels really good. But then after a while, we started to realize, like, this is how it felt beforehand. Like, I haven't played it in, like, I don't know, four months, five months? Since, like, I got tired of it not having a roadmap. But the game's in the exact same state, basically. It's been some quality of life yeah. updates, but there's just... 
There's nothing new. So we were cosmetics. Yeah, we were talking about this before the podcast today, but um, I've got about 25 hours in the game, and Gary's probably close to the same. Like, we're pretty... We don't have a ton of hours, but our account levels Mm -hmm. are, like, level 70, and Gary's, like, 80-something, 85, right? Yeah, 86, I think, yeah. So, in the current game, it caps at level 100, account level 100, and you can prestige once and get another 100 levels. So, if you're going for, like, the max level of the game, the game's got about 100 hours of content, roughly. If you look at 25 hours, so I'll probably be to level 100 within, like, 30 or 40 hours total. Yeah. Waste some time, waste some time on prestige. You're looking at about 100 hours of content. There hasn't been a major content update since the game came out. They did one big balance update, which I think was really good and healthy for the game. And mm. Gary and I can attest to that. We played the game Feels really four good. hours, had a great time. They've done one quality of life update since then, but they've added no new content. They added yeah, the prestige system. It needs new system. maps, it needs new ghosts, which there is a new ghost it on its needs. way, but they announced that. Months that ago. was announced during the launch, right? Yeah. They, they 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 launched the game saying we have a new ghost ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that ghost Where is isn't it? out yet. And so I would say the same thing I said to Hellbent. I would say to Ilphonic and Ghostbusters, like, you guys got to get some content out, mm. man. Well, yeah. Not even that. I, like to go on to your point of like, the game's got between sixty to hundred hours of content for leveling up. It's a grind core game. Like all of these, like Dead by Daylight has changed it so it's. Very much, there's always something to grind for. Everyone's trying to get P100 now. You, it will, you'll never 100% it. No. Because there's always something to do in DBD. It's impossible, yeah. yeah. And Ghostbusters need something like that. They all do. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, find, you gotta find the sweet spot, though. Because, yeah. again, we'll go back go to Evil much, Dead. Yeah. Go back to Evil Dead, but, like, they released the Prestige system, which P100 is fine because... Imagine if P100 gave you, like, an in-game buff, though. Mm-hmm. People would be, would be pretty pissed, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if, it's yeah. A meaning, if it's meaningless grinding, If it gave you, like, haste it. or something. <laughs> yeah, it gives you, like, 1% haste for every prestige 50 or something. So, two, you get 2% haste for P100. So, with, with Evil Dead, that's the problem, is that, like, there's a huge grind to get to P5, but you get, like, in-game rewards for that. You get buffs. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you have to do it if you want to play optimally. Mm. And of course, God only knows, everybody wants to play optimally in our, in our horror ASIM games. So yeah, Ghostbusters could use some meaningless grind, which they've already said the prestige level, what do they call it, professional or something like that? Something like that. They're going to they're, they're gonna expand on it. They want to expand on it. The problem is we're in the early stages of, of Ghostbusters on that same like, it's coming, guys. The content's coming, guys. But like... They kind of got the player base before that huge quality of life update. Gary and I both tried playing, and it was mm-hmm. like bot lobbies forever. Yeah, like right. we never we never got players, we never got people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right now they have people. Like, please start getting content out now. Please give these people an incentive to stay playing. Although I will game. say, when we were playing, I don't know if we played with other PC players. I don't recall you... specifically seeing a single yeah, other PC like, player. Yeah, I, we saw a lot of PlayStation and Xbox symbols. Yeah. Which kind of is a testament to like how VHS needs to get on well, console. <laughs> it's it's like it's like Doug is always saying. Doug's always preaching that uh, you know these console games that come out that are licensed they just live forever. Mm. Yep. There's always there's always people coming in and playing them and they play that game for a long time. So kind of yeah. makes sense that you guys mostly saw console players. Oh, in addition, the console players dwarf the PC players, frankly, for any game. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, Ghostbusters experience pretty good. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, Ghost, go, oh, no, I was just going to say, I was playing Evil Dead with Sinnoh before we started recording today, and 
we were like blown away because we got a lobby that was all PC players. We're like, this is this is like, <laughs> is this how does this even happen? <laughs> Demons got wow. the swift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We played. We played like one. <laughs> we sh we showed them. Yeah. But yeah. No, Ghostbusters is in a really good spot now, but like this next move is critical. They need content out really soon, yeah. especially because like Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns clowns are coming out this year. Like. Ghostbusters needs to, they need to establish an identity pretty soon, I think. I think all these Asian games should be worried. Because I think those two games are going to basically take over the market. We need to play more Project Playtime. I need to play it full stop. Because um, I want to yeah, figure out if that's got much of a future. I don't know yet. I want to play it, but I never do. It's like, I want to, I plan to, and then I play Evil Dead instead. Or I want to, and then I play Ghostbusters instead, so... I don't know, man. I've played it before, so I think you guys should try it out, and we can maybe maybe let's make that like another thing. We can do a little homework this week. Let's try and play it this week. Yeah, let's let's we talk. Okay, yeah. Then we can talk about it next week. Is I agree. Do, do you think the reason that you don't play Project Playtime as much is because there isn't much of a as much of a progression grind in that game? I assume. I mean, I bought the battle pass, mm, and I haven't done it, so I have it. Of course, and there's did. a ton. And there's a ton, of course I did. And there's a ton of in-game progression. There's like a ton oh, okay. of perks on both sides. Yeah, so I think that. I don't know. I think that maybe it's just because I really enjoy Evil Dead, and I've been putting a lot of time into Evil Dead lately. Mm -hmm. Could be it. And there's a new update coming. Um, right. I, I mean, all it's going to take for me to to get addicted to Project Playtime is to just play it, though. I mean, I streamed yeah. it. I streamed it once a couple weeks ago. I like went live on it and ended up playing it for eight straight hours on stream. Mm. Interesting. Like, it, it's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. Mm, let's let's try and play it this week. Let me yeah, see if this has an update. Good. That an update really fast. Um, last update was on the ninth, so no, they haven't really had anything notable happen for a while. So, see, I think we've touched on all the major ASIM games except for Home Sweet Home Survive. Basically, yeah. That's we can talk we about that real fast. They took Home Sweet Home Survive down. It's not currently up right. right now. Oh, actually, yeah, we should because they're planning on like officially releasing it out oh, of yeah. early access. Yeah. Yes, as a, as as Home Sweet Home Online, right? Right. I Which think is a very exciting. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird to rebrand it. Yeah, I mean, Do, do you think it's honestly, gonna get, like, servers it, elsewhere? It better get any servers. Right. Yeah. That's what I, I suspect. Honestly, I think Home Sweet Home Online is a better name than Home Sweet Home Survive. Agreed. But, yeah, so I'm, I think it's a fine... And there's not, as far as I know, there's not a big awareness for the game associated with the word survive anyway so yeah i don't think it's at least not in na them. in na it's pretty it, dead it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good it's a good message to tell people that it's an online game like it's yeah. multiplayer you can well, play it with yeah. friends I, and i think most people that are aware of home sweet home survive are aware they're like oh that's the multiplayer version of home sweet home got it mm. you know yeah so this this won't really change much for them it'll be good overall yeah that's exciting um, though yeah so we're so, i guess we're just on yeah. standby waiting for yeah. more we'll keep an eye on that yeah. Yeah, I think they said quarter two is when to expect it to launch in Ooh. full release. So. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that they're taking it down for that long. Yeah. But um. But it means it might come back very. Like they may be adding a lot of stuff. Well, it's like yeah. What when they come back? I imagine they'll come back with a bang. If it's a mm. full release, I feel like they're gonna pull out all the stops. You would. I think. agree. Then I thought VHS like, should have done when it went down for three months. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because VHS when it went down. And it came back, it was... I mean, correct me if I'm it's wrong. It's the same game again. Wasn't it kind of just like, it's back. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. 
I've already been hard enough on VHS this entire, <laughs> this entire season. I'm just going to let you guys. I'm, I'm not trying, we're not trying to bait. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that VHS needs to like, yeah. you know, I agree with you. It needs to do something. Because I like step VHS. It step it up. I want to keep playing your game, but I'm having a hard time justifying it right now. That's right. Which is tough because that's what Doug does. I he love, plays all of them. I love ASIMS, man. Doug's the Maybe I'll, go play. Maybe I'll go play it now to make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> to say sorry, I'm sorry to I yelled at you, VHS. I'm, sorry, VHS. I'm gonna play. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Um, but that is our entire list. We've got. I think we've covered all of them now. Well, huge, huge season, season sixteen. I think so. Sure. Well, we had to make up. We had the tier list last week, so we right. had to, that is, we had to yeah. get caught up on all the games that we took an entire week off of to talk about why Jeff somehow. Isn't a detail. Oh, we're not revisiting this. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. Not until the future. Until I think. The, I think. Yeah. I think we will do. We'll, we'll at some point go through. We'll do a tier list for our tier lists. We'll do a tier <laughs> list for our tier list. That could be episode 100, season 100. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Because yeah. by that point, season we'll have like 20, 20 tier lists. Yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for for showing up and listening to season sixteen of your favorite asymmetrical horror podcast, Spine Chill. The number one DVD, comma and horror asymmetrical <laughs> podcast. True. Correct? True. Actually, factually correct. Yes, we've we've got the we've got the numbers. We understood the assignment, and that's what we're that's the thing we're sticking with. Um, but yes, uh, signing off. I'd like to thank. Uh, I'd like to thank myself, John Wolf, one of our co-hosts, <laughs> as well as our other co-host, Gary, the Hot Cross. Thank you for coming thank you, thank once you. again to, to provide us with the structure and the field reporting for Killer Clowns. And big thanks to our recurring guest, Doug Running Man. Thank you so much for coming back, and uh, we hope to see you again next week. And remember, you're going to die one day. Yes. <laughs> so listen to the Spine Show podcast in the now. Rate us five stars right on Spotify, please. And join uh, the Discord before, server. Before you die. Join the Discord server. Yeah, you, you guys have homework too. It's not just us. Yeah. Yeah. Playing Project Playtime. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys uh, next week for season 17. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.